Hello and welcome to Low Initiative, a D&D podcast for loose friends and looser NPCs. Nope, not that. Bad roles and worse acting? Getting closer. I'm Adam, and I play the character of Rot. And I'm Nathan, your dungeon master. Anyways, let's start the show. What to do next? Rot was acting weird, and Daphne had lost her arm. That's when Tanifer appeared to raise the alarm. That Sam had plans to sink the ship the knights were sailing on. And we would have to act quick, or the knights would soon be gone. We parlayed with Natalie Portmaster in order to find a ship. That would sail to the knights faster than the mercs doing the hit. We boarded a ship called the Noble Otter, and this is what we told them. We said that we were auditors sent by some. We thought that we would save the knights just as we desired. But when we came upon their ship, it was our cannons that fired. See, we were on the hitman's ship, it was our grave mistake. But we were ready to handle shit, a great battle would take place. We fought valiantly and blew up the ship and I got knocked out, of course. But it was the good guys who would win that day and we'd win many more. We're the good guys, yo-ho. We fight evil on land and sea. We're the good guys, yo-ho. And that's all that will ever be. I just know that I opened up my character sheet and it said I had one hit point left. So (laughs) that's where, that's where I stand or, or don't stand. I guess I'm probably laying down. (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, none of us are looking too hot. We all want to. Hey, I suck. How do I have? I have 24. Gotta get in the fray. Hell no. Um, well, we could talk to uh, Gilsby and Mayblitch. It's pronounced Gilby. Gilby. We'll talk to Gilby and Mayblitch. Try and figure that out. And maybe, you know, sleep off the ride back. Yeah. That's- did I save that? Did I save that, that, that beast? Did I save that? Did I save the mount? Who that belonged to? Unfortunately, it doesn't look like Susan's going to make it. Oh, Susan. No, Susan, no. I asked her I'm dying. I can see if that does anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's dead. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of spell is spare the dying if it, doesn't, if it doesn't keep it? Well, I guess if they're already dead. I guess that's the key word there is dying, not dead. Yeah, it's not spare the dead. Ain't no Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sad. I'm, I'm, there were a lot of casualties today. I feel like maybe we could have done a little bit more t- to prepare for that surprise attack. But I'm glad that you know most of us are safe, especially you guys and and lady, the the knights, the thirteen, two yeah. of the members of the thirteen. We haven't killed anyone in the thirteen yet, and that's a pretty good track record on from 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 my perspective. Yeah. 
Yeah, we we d- actively don't want to do that. I mean, there's been some, you know, close calls with, with Dave, you know, in the in the trapped mines and stuff, but, you know. You all know Dave? Yeah, he's a dining hall, right? No, I probably should get he's over. I was going to say, he runs a cab service. It's great. It's very Yeah, great. he was our chauffeur for a while. Mm, I see. Then you also know Ray. Yeah. Yeah, Dave. So, because uh, we're on buddy buddy terms, you guys, you guys know we're here to... We're here to help, huh? You joined us in battle, and that is good enough for me. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, uh, so, um, can I relay everything we found out about, uh, Seth? I would like you to actually relay it. <laughs> Fill in Gilby and Mayflitch. Well, uh, you guys, uh, you guys familiar with your, uh, with your Sam? You know, your Sam, your Sam sibling, sibling Sam? Yes, the cousin of the, the king, and, or the prince and princess. Right. Kind of a scrawny guy. Yeah, kind of looks like, well... Anyway, <laughs> well, he's kind of a right prick, and uh, he wants to kill Avi because he's trying to assume power for himself. And uh, well, we found a warehouse with him and some shady people, and you know he was gonna bomb some stuff, and then we stopped that plan. But he's trying to. Uh, long story short, he's trying to raise an ancient bronze dragon, and we found that. And they're like, he's ready to let that bad boy rip it and tear it. And uh, we need some help trying to take care of this, you know, because the whole plan is basically take over all of uh, Dura and probably even more with this dragon under his control. Well, I don't think he can control it. You know, I'm all for season power and the means of production, but I don't think this is the right way to go. Our teammates here, you know, they don't think it's the right way to go. He wants you guys to not be dead. Did you say that you're all about season the means of production? I mean, I, I'm i not going to. I, I'm about it. I support it. I just don't like the way he's going about it. Now listen here. I have built a massive empire of ships and fleets. I've got the means of production. Please do not seize them. I just said I wasn't going to. I said I'm for it, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> I would support anyone who wants to do that. <laughs> but I'm not actually going to. Wait, wait. Did I say that? No. <laughs> I wanted to. I would just sunk this ship too, and you know, and I don't know. Ship looks yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, let's let's just focus on Sam. Sam's definitely bad, and and you know, we don't we don't want him we don't want him to to assume control. He's a real bad bad character, and I'm I'm ashamed to share any kind of blood with him, to be honest. Hmm. I guess you do kind of look like them, family, royal family. Yeah, yeah, it's something I don't like to talk about, but you know, I'm I'm one of the one of the bastards. The love childs, though. We're rebranding. We're love child. I like that. Children. Okay. Good rebranding. Oh, I have loved children all over the kingdom. <laughs> oh, I can tell just by looking at you, bud. Was what'd you say? I said I have loved children all over the kingdom. Just gonna say this game sounds like saying I have loved children. <laughs> <laughs> like it sounds like that. Oh, no. Yeah, you might want to pronounce pronounce that real real carefully maybe that's why they call them bastards instead hard to <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's stick with bastards yep rebranding right. over love children are back to bastards well, well damn it I guess we tried anyway well I mean the main thing is we gotta keep the princess safe because I think she's the only she's the only one that we can trust to to you know to rule she seems like the only the only decent decent one decent one among us. oh now friend I have served in battle alongside Prince Arnoff, and he is a good and kind man. Not much a ruler, though, I get that. But he and his sister are, are both well fit for the kingdom. Are, are you talking about king and queen, him and his sister? You know, the last thing you said was love children, and <laughs> now we're going incesty. 
So let's steer away from this conversation. Good idea. <laughs> I didn't even think Prince Arnoff wanted to rule. He does not. Seems like Princess of Eve should be our uh, first choice in that matter, then. Gilby kind of, like, motions to Mavelich. He's like, Mavelich, why don't you uh, see if there's any other people that we can fish out? You know, we don't want to leave them here to drown. Our side, their side. Just see if you can find some survivors. Uh, oh, yeah. Did anybody go overboard? I definitely knocked a few of them out there <laughs> into the water, so they might still be around. Now, Gilby kind of gathers you guys in close. He's like, listen, Mavelich, not the brightest bulb in the sink, so if we got to come up with some plans, we may want to leave him out of this, so we just, like, the five of us talking. Okay, what's a, what's a bulb, though? Like a tulip bulb? Like a plant bulb? Oh, you know what? Fair point. He's not the sharpest knife in the candlestick tree. <laughs> Oh, that makes sense. Because you got to trim, you got to trim the wicks of the candles. Yeah. So you need a sharp knife for that. Yep, I get it. <laughs> also, this way I only have to do one voice instead of trying to alternate between yeah. the two of them. Beautiful. That's good. That was smart. That's a pro DM move right there. <laughs> so you guys are on board that we need to do something about Sam, protect Abby. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. Excellent. How can we go about doing? We're pretty sure Sam means to make big boy dragon attack at during the race. What What would be the best? matter of way should we like uh make a make a bodyguard type deal for abi or like us blend in the crowd while uh on the races we try to infiltrate with like some troops you know on your command i got i got some a couple options i guess we got to know what our resources are because i would say you know almost the only people that we can trust right now are the people on this boat yeah us we got dave uh that's true maybe yeah maybe torque um and i know what about those guns that are good guys those those seem like you know decent. <laughs> I think we should leave them out because of world history events that have come to. Affirm. Okay, yeah, I know you're right. You're right. They're problematic. They're they're probably in jail. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got uh Mara. Mara's here in the city, right? Mara is the dwarf cleric on the thirteen who saved Will in the first episode. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, bringing it back. <laughs> yeah, speaking of clerics, I could use. Some, I could probably use some healing right now. Does anybody have a some, I don't know, some healing or a potion or some gorp? Oh, well, we have some gorp below, but I don't I don't know if that's gonna do much for you. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm I'm just kind of I can't remember what, what hit exactly brought me down like this. It might have been the explosion. Was it the explosion of fire again? I don't think so. Is that what did me in? Or did I get stabbed? I think the shul grabbed you and I'll try to Gotcha. The, oh, that's that. Yeah, I, I do distinctly remember now being shaken around like a rag doll in in some foul beast jaws. Well, it's most unfortunate. So, and, and you know, we can we can keep talking, but anytime you know, there's a chance to heal, that'd be great. Yeah. We also got this uh this here prisoner. The, the last of them, we did drop his sword after some convincing. Um, you might know something about uh, Sam's plan, though. I think we got a pretty good idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Sam's a pretty crafty one. Like, I'm sure he didn't, you know, put all his eggs in this basket of, of you know, th- them being able to take this ship out. Like, he, he probably has a backup plan to take out the knights if they were able to get out of this trap. So maybe he knows about that, too, what might be waiting for us on the dock. So are you saying we don't need this prisoner? No, we definitely need the prisoner. Oh, you guys you guys need me. You guys definitely need me. <laughs> yeah, we got we to gotta torture him and interrogate him. That's why we need him. No, no, you... <laughs> 
Listen, listen, just hear me out. Listen, buddy, I know I know you're going to tell us everything you know, but like Rot, he has to torture somebody. Like it just has to happen. So whether you tell us the truth now or later, like you're going to get tortured. It's just it's just part of the thing. We're the so, good guys. <laughs> I just want to wink at the prisoner. After. Um, Will give me an intimidation check. Rot, give me an check for that wink. <laughs> okay, both give me intimidation checks. Like, like a, I don't need to say anything. I'm going to do it. Oh, man. Mine wasn't super great. It was an 11. Here, throw a, throw a d20 in there. Well, he's not really scared for his life, but he is worried. Like, this, uh, it's not entirely sure what the tiefling's going to do to him. I take out my rapier and I just kind of poke it into his big... T- oh, man. There goes my webbed feet. <laughs> no you yeah i know that web feet don't walk on water i realize what i said it's too late i mean they do help me swim better for swimming not much but like a little bit (laughs) you know how like most characters have like 30 feet of range in your movement in water i get 31 now you get 30 again oh man got a little hole in there (laughs) so so you got web feet and you chose to wear boots out on a boat seems like poor planning you know people spill stuff on the boat and then you don't want to be walking around barefoot plus splinters I see the logic. You can kick off the boots when you're in the water. Yeah. Man, we're, we're losing the point. What do you know of Sim's exact plan? Who? <laughs> da- Daddy Sim. Right, apparently he doesn't know anything. We can toss him overboard. Whoa, 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 whoa. All is what I know is that the captain was supposed to let someone know when the job was done. And what was the job? We were hired to sink a boat. I didn't know it was going to be these guys or, like, some other guys. Like... You know, we're kind of we're marauders. We're, we're smugglers. We we do stuff for money. It's, it's what we do. I get it. You got caught up in the romantic, you know, lifestyle of being a pirate. You you sang some shanties. You were having a good time. I get yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, what you're saying is you have nothing important you can really offer us? Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm I'm saying I'm no threat to you guys. I was hired for a job. I can I can meet with. You. Well, let me put it to you this way. You guys need some members of the royal family, and you're probably going to be executed when you get to shore. So, is there anything useful for that you can provide us to save your case? Because if not, we kill you now, or wait till your trial, where we have a lot of witnesses. Tell us more about this signal that they were supposed to send. Maybe we can, you know imitate it and they'll, they'll think that the job was done and then you know we'll be in the clear that'll buy us some time we did sink a boat true well yeah maybe maybe the flames and the smoke will be enough <laughs> they can see for sure i mean i'm sure if you guys bring the boat ashore that will uh that'll definitely you know blow your cover not if we dangle you off the side with a bucket of paint <laughs> with a bucket of paint yeah so like, you know, uh, walk me through that one rot they're roughly the same boat only Natalie Portmaster, do we have to worry about really noticing that? Oh man, you guys know Natalie Portmaster? She's a tough cookie. Totally amazing. <laughs> I just know the captain. The captain had something on him, and he was gonna let let the people know when he did the job. Okay. Well, what do we do with the captain? I'll go search his body. <laughs> The captain was one of the guys on the gangplank when uh, Anders Echo knocked it down. Oh, shit. We're on a boarding plank. So his body is uh, amongst those in the water. Uh, can I look around? For- yeah. <laughs> Time to scuba. Mayflitch, is that is that guy down in the water there, is he still alive or could you just bring up whatever's left of him? Investigation there. Yeah, investigation. 15. 15? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a boat. There's a lot of rope around here. All right, someone grab the prisoner. Mayblitch responds to Ander. Well, we got two live ones, 
but most of the rest of them are uh, kind of shark bait. I think I'm sending him out to try to get the thing off the captain's body. A couple of the remaining crewmen, um, you know, who, uh, grab the, the prisoner and tie him up. And he's like, eh, my, my name's Brandle, by the way. Prisoner? Yeah, Brandle. Nice to meet you, Brandle. You're now tied up. Well, <laughs> one foot. Can, can I take my other, can I take my boots off? Yeah, absolutely. Because we want you to come back. Hey, uh, you know, I might even try to, you know, say something in your favor if you can get us the signal from the captain. Okay. All right, uh, who's steering? Get us close as possible. They're kind of floating right by at the edge of the boat. All right, Brandon, whenever you're ready. Oh, okay. Push Brandon off the edge. Oh. Holding the other end of the rope. So I can- Good luck, Brandon. Ahoy. I'll, I'll help him hold the rope. Yeah, I'll, I'll get back there, too, and, and try to spot him. Okay. Brandel swims towards the captain's body. As he approaches, he sees that the captain's kind of... Uh, he was attacked by the sharks, and he is no longer living, and is missing kind of his lower torso. Bomber. It's okay. They, usually sharks, they get a taste of flesh and realize it's not their meal. They well, more so the sharks have just had a good feeding. They're, they're not quite uh, attacking anymore. Not quite. <laughs> Search his body, Randall. Find what you're looking for. Randall's like, just, just pull us up. Just pull us up. Oh, all right, fine. Yeah, get his coat or something. He kind of grabs the captain like upper chest bear hug style. <laughs> oh, this, this is gross. And we start pulling the line in. Yeah, this is pretty dark, you guys. Give me strength checks. So it's me and Andrew. Do you guys want to help pull this guy up? With yeah, yeah, I'm helping too. You with my negative one strength. I got a 13. Nice, I got a six. <laughs> uh, Mavelich will join you guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going in. I would like to say I will let go before I let myself get dragged in. Oh, yeah. I I would like to ready the let go action. (laughs) So with with Mavelich's help, you are able to pull Brandel back up. uh, And he's got the captain's uh, chest with him. And he, like, deposits the chest at your guys' feet. He's like, oh, man, don't, can I just not do this anymore? I've really, I've seen the error of my ways. I'd like to change my (laughs) life. I take the captain's hat off his head and put it on his head. Congratulations, you're the captain now. Oh, man. Or you can find some other line of work. That's it's, true. Yeah, up to you. Don't let your don't let your dreams be dream. How, you, how you know, far away from shore are we? Um, you are out of uh, you're you're out of sight of shore, or at least of the of the city of Sharn. So you guys were trying to the the noble otter was trying to have this attack happen far enough away that like other boats won't see. Perfect. I'm gonna I want to do like a, a pirates of the know, where it's from. Yep. Here, right? I want to do that. Where we put them on a little carbonara. Pirate pirates of the carbonara. Himself, no wars, just one gun and one bullet. There you go, Captain. And happy sails. I guess my family's always been sailors. The Morgans go back as sailors as far as far as I can know. I am eighty, Captain. Good luck, Captain Morgan. Oh, that's there's the joke. So Brandel Brandel's gone? Yep, Captain Brandel Morgan. Just kind of floating, no oars. No oars. <laughs> one gun, one bullet. Uh, he did take his boot. and was kind of using his boot to to row <laughs> away. Yeah. We didn't even give him give him an oar. No. He can find a plank of wood in the wreckage of that other ship. Uh, it gives him a fair chance. Does he have a knife? Hey, do you have a knife? Are you no. To help him? Oh, here. Hang on. Let me. Uh, here. Y- you'll need <laughs> something sharp. Here. Hang on. And I'm gonna shoot my crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> So that he has an arrow, a sharp arrow. Here, take this. <laughs> well, thank you. Can I ask for something to drink? Do you guys have anything like, you know, some sort of alcoholic? Uh, 
something from the islands. I mean, you you tell me. What what did you have on this ship here? Well, my ship sank. Oh, that's right. Shit. Oh, we don't have the time to go searching for you know salt rum or anything. Yeah, sorry, the rum's all gone. Why is the rum always gone? Okay, goodbye, Randall. <laughs> All right, so you've got uh, the captain's torso. Uh, I would like to search the captain's torso for any sort of like a signal that was to be activated. Sure, search the search away. Crit fail. Crit fail. I found a coat. Yep, you uh, you take off his coat and notice that half the coat is missing, <laughs> including the pockets. You start like searching through his organs instead of through his. <laughs> Instead of his coat pockets. <laughs> oh, nothing in here. He didn't eat. He didn't eat the signal. <laughs> could I? Could I do an investigate? Yes, please. Cool. 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 Oh no! I'm never using D and D Beyond again. I got a six. I really like these buckles. These are really fancy. Yeah, you you kind of like go over his personage, and, and you don't see like a stone of far speech or. You know, any sort of thing. You also kind of know that you'd be a little bit outside of range for a stone of far speed. Well, if I can say one thing about this this guy is he had style. This is a dope coat. This is a dope coat. Anybody else want to look at it? I don't know. I mean, it seems like we're missing a lot of it, but I'll... Uh... I'll like check the lining. Um, great. Uh, yeah, I, just seems like a regular like coat. <laughs> oh, oh, thank oh, God. <laughs> Daphne, after seeing all of us just bubble complimenting the coat. <laughs> Daphne, is there any, anything magical about this, maybe? I don't know. Is there anything magical? So Daphne takes one look at the captain and notice that he's got like two gun holsters across his chest. Oh, um, but these aren't like firearm guns. They're flare guns. And it's oh. like, that's probably the signal. <laughs> Did you see? Daphne, do you want to do the honors? I know how much you like to shoot things. Uh, I'm going to take their guns. They can't be trusted. That's, that's fair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do flare guns work if they get wet? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're kind of what? designed to be emergency stuff. Yeah, they're made for this. We'll say magic flare guns. Ooh. Do we need to like wait till we get a little bit further into short to fire them or? No, you guys realize that where you're at, you know, these should be able to if fired back and someone were watching and maybe couldn't see the the boats to see which one emerges. You know, you you could fire these flares and no. Sweet. Uh, I'm gonna fire a flare for that. Uh, I am gonna have you roll any dice you so choose and just tell me if it's odd or even. He's <laughs> trying to decide like if the signal is one flare or two. Oh, yeah. Like a running by land or two of the The classic Paul Revere situation. The Paul Revere conundrum. Is there any difference in the flare guns? Would you like to investigate the flare guns to see if there's any difference? Sure. <laughs> one has huge letters on it that says, <laughs> fire this one if you win. <laughs> um, with a 10, you kind of see uh, on one of them, there's a circle. And on the other one... Like on the hilt, there's an axe. Oh, it's like hugs and kisses. Aw. But did, did they hug us or kiss us? I mean, how do you feel right now, Rod? Do you feel like you've just been kissed or that you've just been hugged? So you shoot the circle and uh, out of the circle, will gun, a, a large, well, not a large, but a, a flare shoots up into the sky. And when it explodes, it explodes a bright green. That's a good sign. Yeah, that sounds good. Green means go. Plans go. Green means go ahead and, and attack because we messed up. <laughs> The next short see what happens. All right. I guess we got to just proceed and and hope that you know that was the right flare and that we're not going to get ambushed for the docks. But it it seems like that's probably the the right signal. Hey, can you really put right noble water on this bad boy? <laughs> 
when this guy's makeup. I know it's makeup. But this guy's special. Just get some blush or something. <laughs> yeah. I touch up I touch up the little like lady that's at the front of the the uh, boat. What do you call that? Where it's like the What's my liner would do it? Oh, like the masthead thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just I well, some blush on it. You have a little bit of a problem here because although these boats are roughly the same size, yeah. they have different sails, they have different... Yeah, um, it's a yeah. accoutrement. Uh, yeah, the, the front, uh, the masthead on the Noble Otter was an otter, and on the Gedzad, it is carved in the shape of Gilby's father. All right, so yeah. we just break that thing off, say that we lost it in battle. No, we don't. We don't need to disguise the whole ship. I mean, it's you know, we can we can just you know schmooze our way and be like, yo, like th- there was some crazy stuff happening. Uh, we had to commandeer their ship. They sunk us, but we got their ship back. I don't think it's a problem that we're taking this ship back. I'm gonna go ahead and take a rest between now and when we get back to shore. So, uh, Amen. Uh, yeah. I would like to disguise myself with the captain jacket and like hat and then take a rest. Just imagining Raw wearing half a jacket. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little, it's a crop jacket. You away the hat. <laughs> it's a cropped jacket. I, w- I would also like to point out, you were a tiefling and <laughs> the captain was a human. I don't see a problem. Did he lose his humanness in the battle as well? <laughs> Oh, are you saying that the 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 jacket doesn't have uh, holes for the for the horns? Oh wait, no, a jacket doesn't need that. Never mind. Are we all stupid today. <laughs> well, here we go. Where do you think he has horns? <laughs> I don't really know how tieflings work. He's a stegosaurus. They're all down his spine. <laughs> Oh man, we probably don't have enough time for a long rest, though, right? It's got to be a short rest. Yeah. Shit. Time to use some hit dices. I'm still gonna try the whole jacket effect and say I was walking the whole time. Well, listen, is there maybe some other way for us to get back to shore? Some some way that doesn't uh, involve bringing the boat in? Maybe we land a little bit up up shore and you know, walk in. I like that idea. Yeah, we could try that. Um, what like what are your skills, uh, Gilby? Well. I'm filthy rich. That is quite the skill. All right. I'm um, pretty good with animals. And uh, yeah, they pretty much just keep me around because I finance pretty much, you know, half the kingdom. Wow. Uh, so so how much is it worth for us saving you? <laughs> I'm just glad you asked. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No there's worries. Just some, there's just some little banter there that we do here. We're the good guys. <laughs> We're not. After we get this whole thing sorted out, and, you know, I'm going to kind of assume that they've got some of my storehouses being watched. But once we take care of this sim business, we'll make sure that you guys are handsomely rewarded with, you know, whatever sorts of trinkets you guys like. You guys collect bobbleheads? I get you guys bobbleheads. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, that sounds fun. Um, yeah. Or maybe some, like, you could pay us in stock options, you know, of a, of a defunct uh, uh, gaming... Uh... Yeah. You guys ever hear about Cool Green? I like exposure. Could you just tell everyone that I'm awesome? <laughs> You're a fan of exposure, eh? Yeah. Not not like that. Not like that, Gilby. Andrew, hang on. (laughs) We'll figure that out when we when we're when we're done. When we all survive, inevitably. So uh I mean it's a little risky, but did we wanna maybe teleport back? Ooh. Ooh. You guys can teleport? Uh, what do you think, Daphne? I know. Uh... Yeah. Do we want to tell this guy that we can teleport? <laughs> you really want to? Let's let's sail this thing back and you know, the dice. Okay. All right. All right. I feel like. Well, I mean, it's a it's a roll of the dice taking this thing back in. We could tip off Sim that we're all still alive. But then you'd have to ship, which is harder to get to than a bar. 
But in one way, he knows that we're alive. And in the other way, he thinks we're dead. True. True. I will go with where. Well, uh, how many people can we teleport? Because we've got more than just, you know, I guess we can let the core, the, the rest of this group, we don't want to leave them on the boat to get captured. How many people were sailing with you? Where are the survivors? So with the two that Mavelich fished out, um, there, were, there were about seven survivors from Gilby and Mavelich's original crew, and then two more that they got fished out of the water. Plus okay. Gilby and nice. How many people can we teleport at once? Eight. Eight? Damn. I mean, the others could take the uh, ship to some other port. True. For repairs. That's true. You guys know any good uh, smuggling ports? I, I mean, outside of Sharn. Oh, I see. Daphne, how do you, what do you feel about all this? Like, would you rather us uh, sail back or are, are you feeling up for the uh, teleport? Um, not to me. separated again. That would be a bummer. Sounds pretty awkward. Yeah. We will quickly reconvene. Or I guess we could probably end up, you know, somewhere in the water, alone. Hmm, that would be a bummer. I'm down for sale. Hey, no, your group needs a leader. No, I'm for the coin. Let's, oh yeah, do you, do you still have that coin? No, you I can flip I, a coin. I give it back, but I got this dagger. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, we, we got plenty of coins on us. That's true, I guess. Gilby, we need a coin. You know what? Let's just let's just sail because it's it's a little bit more you know adventurous and cool. And if we just teleport every time we need to go somewhere, you know, eventually it's gonna lose its luster. It's gonna lose its magic. Sounds fair. Doesn't make great story. All right. Well then, head back, you scurvy dogs. Hoist the mainsail. Raise the gangplanks. Roll in the anchor if we ever dropped it. I don't quite remember what had initially started this combat, but make ready to sail. And I'll swab the poop deck. You swab the poop deck. Yeah, I don't know what any of that means, so I'm just gonna sit in the crow's nest and and play some song. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go below deck, try to find something to eat, maybe, and uh, take a quick nap. And I'm playing my bardic song of rest, so you get to add a d6 to whatever hit dice that you're doing to recover. Okay, as you guys are sailing back to our shore, uh, I'd like each of you to describe one thing that you're doing to try to. In a semi-restful state, make the ship look like the noble otter, if that is the plan. <laughs> uh, I'm in the I'm in the crow's nest. So I'm gonna try to like mess with the sails. Like if the sails were a different color, I'm gonna maybe try to you know use my disguise kit and and dye dye some fabric or something. I don't know. Okay. Jimmy the sails a little bit. Yeah, the Gazad has you know nice bright white sails, and you kind of remember the the noble otter being a bit dirtier, a bit dingier. You know, not quite as well financiered. Of a sale. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm giving it that distressed look. Give me a performance checkup. Oh, you know it. That's a 26. Boom. Perfectly distressed. Like some fucking acid wash jeans. I start climbing the mast and I, with a saw. I'm going to try to. <laughs> <laughs> the the masthead? Yeah. It's the thing in the very front. Yeah. I'm just sitting there sawing. Give me a strength roll to, you know. Yeah. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. I mean, you have not. I have like a knife and I'll just take or I'll burn it off. Good luck. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a goblin size, like two scale model. So like it's it's some pretty thick cottons. Okay, it, it takes you a fair amount of time to do this, but you are eventually successful. Yeah. I'm gonna search the lower deck for some like paint, and then I'm gonna use my duplicate to uh, use that and change the name of the ship so it matches. It's no longer the Gedzad, but we change it to the uh, the Otter. Yeah. The noble Otter. The noble Otter. You find some, you know, oils that are used to varnish and paint things that are, that would be on the boat. Okay. Do that. 
Um, I'm going to stop him, uh, and I'm going to use magical tinkering to change the words. <laughs> uh, make a static visual effect in up to 25 words of text. That works. What is our project? I guess I'll uh, stand up by the helm of the ship and put on the half-captain's uh, coat and have my duplicate like stand on my shoulders wearing the coat. <laughs> Two halves make one coat. Exactly. No, I'm uh, trying to seem at least as tall as a human, and I'm just going to act as the captain. Okay. Uh, you guys um, approach and get closer to shore, and <laughs> as you approach the docks, you kind of see uh, Natalie Portmaster standing, you know, hands on her hips looking at you guys. They're looking at the boat like, you guys, this is not scheduled. This is not okay. I am displeased. Do we remember which one of us had the best uh, rapport with Natalie Portmaster? We might need to smooth some things over. Does anyone have charisma? Uh, that 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 would be that would be you, Will. Oh wait, that's supposed to be me. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm on. Here we go. <laughs> I I kind of I I try to like you know brush myself off and make make me look a little less uh tattered and and haggard before i talk to natalie portmaster you guys were supposed to be gone for a week what are you doing back in my port this spot is reserved right right uh, uh reserved for whom may i ask because we're under you know orders of uh as as we as we said before uh sem we are expecting in fact gilby and mavlich of the 13 this is their spot well how convenient because here they are Oh, I, I didn't expect them. I'm here. Listen, Natalie Warmaster, you're a pretty good, great straight shooter. You keep everything tidy and right. I'm a big fan of your style. We had some problems. Uh, government issue, imagine. Oh, I'm going to be straight with you. I'm trusting. I got a good feeling with you. Do I have a reason to distrust her? Because I have... What does that truth-selling ring do? Well, addition. Well, brass ring the ego carbon increases the warrior's ability to detect truth. While wearing this ring, you have advantage on insight checks on life. Okay, so if she says something... You can do an insight check Got on it. it. Okay, I didn't know how that worked. <laughs> Auto truth. It's an automatic zone of truth. You're not out here trying to hurt anyone, right? You have just run a nice dock, don't you? Yeah, that's what I do is run my tight dock. No, don't concede it. Nope. I just do my job and report to the people I report to. Who do you report to? I'm a government employee. So she reports to a lot of people, the red tape, am I right? What? Yeah, you're right. Did you, did you uh, notice a flare go off earlier? Yeah, I saw, saw a bright green flare. That mean anything to you? Not a thing. I didn't say that. Yep, that advantage. 17? So 17 works, yeah. Um, you know that, you know, she's being truthful. This green flare is not something she's watching for. Needed. No, no, it's... Uh, well, to be totally honest, we were attacked at sea. This is, this is the gazade, but, you know, not anymore. Kind of look like the water. We gotta get... You'll be a mainlich, you know. You gotta get them to their station. They're here. They've arrived on time. Mark it. No, don't mark it. Am I doing this right? Help me out, guys. Oh, well, that can certainly help. Uh, Sam sent a car down for them. From, uh, one of the flying carts down for them in case they did arrive. Well, they were expected to arrive. Well, they have other options for getting around. They're not gonna be. Okay, I'll just send it away. Don't do that either. Just let them wait. We're gonna I'm waiting here for a minute for the pickup, okay? Now, I'm supposed to run this, and I can't just have cars waiting around all nilly-willy. I'll talk. You just continue on, okay, with your, your day. Okay, but if he's not out of here in 15 minutes, it's we're going to have a problem, you and I. Right. All right. 
Well, uh, you should probably be on our way. We won't take up any more of your time, Miss Portmaster. Okay. I got an idea. No. Tell us. There are no stupid ideas. We walk up to the car, and I put my movable rod on top of it. <laughs> like, by the time so I can't, you know, we're, like, inside the car. And then we take out who the driver we got. I like that idea of Grand Theft Autoing this shit. I don't know if that's a good idea. Or could see where it goes, or do we take them back? What are you guys? I mean, it's definitely a, it's definitely a fun idea, but I, I, I don't know if it's going to, you know, make a little bit too much noise. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, theoretically... There, uh, the car shouldn't be picking anybody up if things went well. So I say we just skedaddle on out of here. Yeah, I like that. Keep it low pro. I agree. Listen, like the best thing we've got going for us is that Sam doesn't know we're alive. So the longer we can keep up that ruse, the better. True, true. Should we should we tell Natalie to keep this keep this discreet since she now does know that the knights are alive? Yeah. Don't want really to do that. I'm real bad at talking today. <laughs> sure. Hey, uh, hey, Natalie. I know we said we were gonna get out of your hair. But we're still here. But we're almost gone. But could you just could you just keep the the knights being here on the on the DL uh, for a little bit? We just want to. We don't want them to get swarmed or or you know have have too many people uh, you know knowing that they're they're in town. You you know the you know the deal. The, the knights you know are are pretty big celebrities and stuff. We just don't want that that getting out. You understand? I mean, I'm not gonna put up a billboard. I just file the reports on what ships come into harbor. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And those those reports they they aren't you know gathered. Daily, right? That's more of like a weekly thing that's reviewed, you know, that, that won't get to anybody higher up uh, for a little bit, right? No, it's pretty much daily. <laughs> Do you want us to take that report for you? We're, we're going to be heading uh, toward the uh, city council building anyway. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And that saves you, you know, having to make a trip and, and having to, you know, file that all, all yourself. I know you got a lot on your plate. Andrew, give me a deception check at advantage because we'll help you out there. Okay. All right. Deception? Uh yeah, my uh, my modifier is negative two. Damn it. Oh, 17. <laughs> Woo! I rolled a 19. She's like, well, you know, I guess it is getting near the end of the day, and you know, we file these around now, so I can, I can just put anything that comes in afterwards on, on tomorrow's ledger. Sure, that'd be great. Save me some trouble. Perfect. All right, we'll just take that off your hands. You can count on up. I give it to Daphne to put in the bag to never be seen again. <laughs> Daphne. I, I mean, I was thinking we'd give it to Torque and have it just arrive late. Oh, that's it. But we, we don't want to completely uh, screw over Natalie here. I guess that's nice. true. It's nice. Now, you guys do remember Torque is hiding out in uh, the, the Anvil Inn with you guys now because he was in jail and you guys spun. All right. Uh, maybe maybe Mara um, in that case. I don't know. Is she still in the city council? How, how did we find this out? Um, basically, or, uh, do you guys have a way to talk to other members of the 13? Well, I mean, normally we just kind of meet up and you know, we've got like our big council chamber kind of sits above the city council, up in the cloud? Uh, 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 yeah, okay. Um, we're uh, not going to be going up to the cloud uh, right now, but hopefully soon. Okay. All right, so do we, we want to meet at the Anvil Inn? Is that, is that our safe house? Sounds like a good place to at least uh, plan our next move. And, you know, this this report doesn't ever have to get filed. You know, this stuff gets lost all the time. It's the, it's the way of things. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Government bureaucracy. And I just, I just take a lighter and just... <laughs> Start burning. Natalie is gonna lose her job. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. She's she's resourceful. She might be, you know, demoted and no longer be the portmaster. She might just be a regular portman. What a hurricane. Beautiful. We close the loop. <laughs>
why don't we just, you know, scratch off the names of us and Gilly and Maywood so that she doesn't get in care of it real quick with a black marker. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> yeah, Daphne, can you do that magic ink thing again and just, you know, scribble out our names or, or make it like it never happened? Uh, sure. Or is that a spell slot? No. Cool. How long does that last? Um, oh, like it's an illusion. It's not actually like manipulating the, the ink on the page. Out of character. Um, I believe if we like burned it and then used mending, the ink wouldn't come back. Oh. Yeah, but we're not gonna, wouldn't it just be a piece? We'll just burn the one spot. A very precise burn. Someone give me a fucking vent. You have got a small dagger that he offers you. I take it and cut it. <laughs> you cut off the bottom. Crack over that spot lightly to try and just like raise the paper until I get the two names off of it. And then we go turn it in and we're back to the anvil in. <laughs> That was a great homework assignment. Where are you guys turning it in at? I vote we don't go to the city council. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This paper disappeared. It's gone. I walked in back to Nano and be like, you know, I don't know what he's talking about. We don't got time for this. We got to go beat our meats. Here, you turn it back in. And I... <laughs> Man, through this real silly loophole we made for ourselves. What about all this? Is- Everyone good with that? Yeah, sure. All right, papers we did are- it. Names are off of it. Natalie's probably do more work. We're gonna beat our means. <laughs> Nathan, we solved your bookkeeping puzzle. <laughs> well, what if she writes the back? <laughs> 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 All right, we kill Natalie Portmaster. <laughs> we're good. Don't worry about it anymore. We're, hmm. we're going to find out. Everyone's going to know these. We're just saving a day here of people not, of not knowing. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, I'm drinking at the end of the end. <laughs> and we're back. Did we have any confrontation? Are right, you just walking back? Uh, I solved the last loophole. You figure out what we're getting there. I was going to say we hold up a very great fellow's apartment, you know, have a nice time, relax, cheese and wine with that guy. He's real cool. I met him. And like, you know, he's not underwatched like the fucking anvil in this. I'd rather go through the sewers to get back to our bar. Your input? The sewers are always great. We always have a good time down there. All their own problems. We all float. Daphne, if you weren't in a group, how would you? You were all alone. <laughs> all I would hail a cab like a normal goddamn person. <laughs> all right, now we've... We solved it. We hail a cab. Just like we solved your other puzzle, Nathan. What if we walk? I bet you didn't think we would solve all this this quickly. <laughs> just like there's literally a taxi system in the city. This is why. No, we gotta we gotta slow down, you guys. Nathan hasn't planned for all of this. We're solving his puzzles too fast. <laughs> you guys created more puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> I just totally planned on you guys teleporting straight back. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the story in that? If we teleport and get split up and we end up in the water, that's what made me not want to do that. Yeah, hang on. We can make this boat fly all the way to the fucking (laughs) anvil in. Oh, man. Like in Peter Pan. I hail a cab. (laughs) All right. And we ride the cab back. Is that good? And then we kill the cab driver because that's how our crew works. We tie up loose ends. Yeah. So you guys uh, get in the cab and uh, Cabby Al. Get a name for him now. Al Roker. Jeffrey. Exactly. I'm so prepared for this. I don't feel like I have a random name generator pulled up on my computer. So you didn't have anything prepared for this. I have a random name generator. But that's not prepared. prepared. For this. <laughs> 
That's I had a tab open that this might happen. And of course, I mean, he didn't expect us to do any of this. So you get in the cab and like, I, my name's Tobias. Hey, you guys, uh, you guys are two of the members of the thirteen. Oh man, can I get you guys his autograph for my for my kids? They're gonna love this. They're not ever gonna believe. They they always ask me, hey dad. Papa, Poppy, Papa. Uh, do you have anyone famous riding in your your taxi, your sky taxi? And I'm always like, nah, you know, I kind of stick to the docks. I, I always wait for someone famous, but today I got I got Gilby and Maylich and three other dudes and a lady. Yeah, we're not important or famous in any way, so you could probably just forget our faces and our and our uh, the way that we look and talk and sound. Oh man, I'm gonna tell everybody this is this is the best oh, no. day of my life. Um. Hmm. <laughs> Would you like to get a drink with us? Oh, shit. Of course, I'd love to get a drink with you guys. Great. <laughs> Come on into the bar. That's fair. So Yeah, I'm trying to do this in the least <laughs> in the least violent way possible. We're just going to get him liquored up. So you guys, um, you know, cabbie parks his cab. You guys all walk in. Um, give me just quick stealth checks, everyone. Because okay. there were guards waiting outside when, when the, you guys left. I got a 16. I rolled this fan on stealth. Damn it. Same. It's going to be a five. I got a nine. Hold up. Maybe maybe somebody's got a spell or something. Hang on. <laughs> can I make uh, can I make more than one person invisible? No. I got a twenty-two. I can make one person invisible so that you have advantage. Can I use my duplicate to teleport? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, he parks close enough that you can just pop in. All right, I'll do that. Hey guys, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but the word stealth doesn't translate to Goliath. They don't, they don't even have a word for it in their language. Oh, I forgot that you're super big. How'd you fit in the cab with us? <laughs> I figure it's a like open deck kind of nice. Like he's on the top of the double decker bus. <laughs> oh, this is this is Iran. You've got creatures of all sizes. It's, That's true. It's, it's accessible. Yeah. And besides, I sit with my knees next to each other. I don't man spread. I keep my elbows in. I'm a perfect cabbie rider. Wait, wait, so he's the Goliath, the guy with the deep voice, or the guy with the light, the small uh, voice? Light voice is Goblin Guildley, Mavelich is the Goliath, deep voice. Gotcha. Can I, even though there's plenty of room, have been sitting on Mavelich's, or the, the big guy's lap? Yes, but Gilby is sitting on your lap. Okay. <laughs> not not as plenty of room, Perfect. but it doesn't have seat. So it's a triple, a triple, triple stack. Yeah, you know, pla- classic three-seat bench in the back, and then someone rides shotgun. Perfect. Wow, it's really it's really great to meet you guys and, and be in your your presence, you, you famous folks. I, I sing all your songs and and man, I've even wrote writ, wrote and wrote written. I, call, I can't even talk. I'm so starstruck. Uh, anyway, welcome to our bar. This is a fine establishment. I remember Wait. when I was a young man and used to go bar hopping. Yeah, I think we got to fight these guards though because we, you failed your stealth check. The guards don't actually approach. They they're more oh, to watch and observe and report back. Oh, good. Great. Even better. So, hey, I think we got to waste some guards, you guys, because they're going to report back. <laughs> we don't necessarily have to kill them. No. We just have to keep them from yeah. going hey, to set. Do you guys want a drink? Give me a charisma ch- or a persuasion. So I get to persuasion? See. Oh, you know I got all kinds of persuasion. I like this. I have a plus 10 to persuasion and I rolled a natural one. Good. 
I mean, it makes sense. Why would they have just wanted to get drinks with us? But still, I was hoping. I was hoping I could break the game. No, because he's doing this at disadvantage. So no assistance. Never mind. Uh, yeah, they, they kind of they grab their stones far speech and start to start calling into them. I think we can leave soon. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Oh man, you guys need to go anywhere. Don't don't even worry about it. Cause like I'm your guy. I'm Tobias. I got I got this. You guys are gonna be Thanks. my favorite favorite cab passengers. Thanks, Tobias. We will make sure nothing bad happens to you or your cab. I give Tobias the directions to Baron. Uh, Gerard Baron. Gerard Baron. Why do I keep saying it's I don't know. That's like the fifth time I've done I give him the address to Gerard Baron's. Okay. Because he like established a rapport and he said I was welcome back. Yeah, he flies you up uh, to Gerard Baron's place. Uh, um, yeah. Did you guys want to pop into the bar and say anything to the people, or? Oh, we're gonna... That's Tobias. I thought yeah, we, were in the we bar. need him. We need him to be sharp yeah. now. <laughs> so you guys, you guys pulled up to the bar, or pulled up to the Anvil Inn. You got out, tried to be stealthy, right? Failed miserably. Not stealthy. Uh, and the guard spotted you guys and are now alerting people. Okay. Uh, you guys wouldn't have any uh, numbers. I mean, we got the one to talk to Dave. Yeah, but Dave's not in the bar. I mean, if we're not there, nothing bad's gonna happen in the bar. Yeah. We can just pop our head, you know, poke our heads in and like give them a heads up. Like, hey, sorry, we blew up your spot. There's gonna be some guards coming by, but uh, just get them drunk. I don't know. <laughs> we're not gonna tell you where we're going though, because then you'll know. Bye guys. <laughs> and uh, we'll make it real obvious that we leave. Yeah, we wave. Oh, good seeing you guys. Professor. Always a pleasure. Yeah, see ya. Yeah, so me do you, uh, Professor he needs, do you? I don't know, do we? He he wasn't much help, honestly. We got we got the book and I think we're good. Okay. Just uh call me if you need me. Well really, because cell phones don't exist. Show up here, I'll just be hanging out. Great. Thanks, Professor. Peace. <laughs> Can we uh, ask Tobias to to drive uh in a less than direct manner uh, to Gerard Barron. We want to go on a bit of a sightseeing tour. Oh yeah, no worries. Well, listen, you know, you know those songs where, uh, you know, people are trying to escape from, from danger and stuff. And, and, you know, they, they go on car chases or cab chases throughout the, throughout the city. Oh yeah. Like we're in one of those songs uh, and, and we got to, you know, make sure that nobody's tailing us. Okay. I'll, I'll make random turns and, you know, we'll, we'll just we'll do things out of the ordinary. Perfect. Great. Pay no heed to the rules of the sky. <laughs> he just starts driving in like whatever shape a twisty straw, like one of those <laughs> crazy straw. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. I can't remember. I think I established in the individual episodes that I get motion sick. So I'm just, I'm just hurling. I'm just <laughs> not on my boots. <laughs> I, I wish we knew about those like slide things that went through the city. <laughs> yeah. Those would be great. <laughs> Too bad I don't remember anything. It was all a dream. Yes, you guys make it up there. Um, you have to deal with our, you make it up to his apartment building. And once again, uh, Leroy, the Aarakocra, is standing there. And he's like, Good evening, sirs. What can I assist you? Leroy, hi. Uh, Oh, I'm a friend of Gerard, and it's kind of an unannounced visit. You know, we just, uh, I need a favor from him, and I don't have his number to contact him. I have something I need to talk to him about. Is there any chance we could be buzzed up, or you could alert him that we're here? Absolutely. I will contact him and see if he's receiving visitors. Thank you so much. And, and Leroy goes over behind his desk and kind of calls up to the room. Huh? Yes. Uh-huh. Excellent. But uh, absolutely. Yes, sir. Gerard will see you. Thank you so much. Head up. Yep. Yes. Take the oh, I'm gonna hang I'm gonna hang back 
back with Leroy and ask him about uh, what happened uh, the last time that Rot and Ander were here because they, they never told us. I grabbed your ear and I started pulling you. Oh. It's a matter of trust and privacy. I don't, I don't know why you guys are so secretive about it. I feel like it's weirder now that you won't tell me than that you just do tell me. kind of just makes me want to find out more. I mean, I think Gerard wanted to keep it a bit on the uh, down low. All right. So I shouldn't ask Gerard about it? I mean, if you want to ask him, go for it. But I can't say whether or not he'll take kindly to it. Connor, it seems like you really want to I mean... I'm so jealous. Will really want to be in the sex part. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't know that he wanted to be in the sex part. He just wants to know what happened. He's a storyteller, and you guys won't tell him. It seems like it's a juicy secret. We, uh, we might want to stick to the main quest here, because it seems like we've got a princess to save, and we don't... I mean, do, do you guys know exactly what the plan is to, to attack her? So what was your uh, mission here? Just protect Princess of A? We were just returning. We we were in Valandar, or, you know, trying to negotiate a, a marriage between Princess of E and their crown prince. Did you succeed? Nope. He was kind of a dick. Can I just sidebar group? How great, like, throughout we find out the prison, the perfect for prince. Why? How? Even? Just because, like, you know, like, they've been struggling to find the perfect suitor for this the whole time. No one's been perfect. I don't know what twists and turns of a roller coaster of our lives. I assume that they have to be, like, part of some royal family or... It's a long bloodline. (laughs) What line? Yeah, okay. I'm just saying how funny it would be if throughout everything, if finally that's the yeah. it's not a bad department. Right? <laughs> Gerard opens, swings open the door. Oh, my friends, you've brought more friends. Oh, this is wonderful. Gerard, good to see you. And I lean in for a hug. Thank Hugs you. He cups what's, the Gerard, what's Gerard wearing? Paint me a word picture. Gerard is wearing a un, um, unfastened purple silk robe. Hell Oh yes, I was hoping you would say unfastened robe. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he uh he's got kind of pink slippers on. This is definitely <laughs> nightwear. Excellent. That makes me And Rod just went in for the full frontal hug. It's good to see you, my friend. Um please let me introduce you. Well may we come in? I'd love to explain why we're here. Uh, but of course. And pay no mind to my face. This is part of my beauty cream. He's got, you know, like a mud face cover. <laughs> he is holding a pair of, you know, cucumber slices. Yeah. And he just eats one. He's like, we'll, I'll finish this later. <laughs> I think his cheek a little bit. Oh, I have my compatriots. I have Daphne, William Blacksmith. Uh, you're familiar with Ander. Of course. My favorite. Hey there. <laughs> and we have Gilgamesh Mavelich. You might recognize from 13. Oh, Mavelich. Ah, you're even stronger, more impressive in person. It'll be a long time we'll see. Hi there, buddy. Uh, may we sit? Of course. So, we have throw pillows. Got it. Yeah, he, he offers you refreshments. <laughs> Perfect host, as always. And I'll remember last time we met, I don't forget. Um, I mentioned how the honesty we had, to, what we were here for in the race for. Basically, we were attacked on a ship rescuing these two. And our normal hideout, well, it's being watched. Have trying to a little under figure out our plans for tomorrow for Princess's arrival. And I was hoping you wouldn't mind if maybe we stay and chat here a while. Absolutely. When you're in the type of entertainment that I'm in, you understand discretion and secrecy. And my friends, I will keep your secret. Tobias, Gerard, Gerard, 
Tobias. Oh, I didn't know Tobias came inside. Oh, man. This is the best thing. Like, I don't even know who this guy is, but he seems nice. I like this guy. And I'm just going to inspect the pillow before I sit down on it. It's clean. Yeah, Gerard, this is, a, this is a lovely home that you have here. I, I really appreciate you uh, you taking us in and being such a, a generous host. This is great. I haven't heard a lot uh, or really really anything about you from uh, Ander or Roth, but uh, you seem like a, a cool dude. The students share their wonderful story. They did. We weren't. Uh, <laughs> they did yeah, not. <laughs> we weren't sure if you wanted to keep your uh, little gatherings uh, more secret. Ah, okay. have little, do you have little concerts? I love little concerts. There is certainly entertainment. And what happens might be described as musical by some. Oh well, I mean, if you if you ever need you know a, a musician or something for this for this entertainment, you know, I'd be down. I you could book me. Someone to pluck the G string. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's many strings, but I guess G is one of them. But of course, I will keep that in mind. Cool. Please pay me no mind. I will I will be but as quiet as a little mouse. If you need me, just holler. Otherwise, I will. I would be over. I do want to have a quick a quick sidebar with Gerard Baron. It's not about the stuff with Ander and Roth though. I just want to be like, hey, is there a you know? It seems like you're a, you're a man of discretion, and you know you have you're good at, at keeping secrets. But what if what if perchance a secret were to get out, and you wanted to, you know, make someone forget something that they know? Is there any kind of a potion or or any kind of you know incantation or or you know something that that might that might do that because uh, we got we, we we've kind of picked up some you know some uh not stragglers but just guys along the way that we really don't want them to to know everything that's going on you know for their own safety of course uh, and and you know i just don't want to i want to tie up loose ends without without hurting anyone we're gonna roofie tobias <laughs> no we're not gonna make him unconscious we just want him to forget hey i having overheard that hey this place is about consent. There are no fucking roofies in this place. I, I, uh... Barely true. <laughs> oh, fuck. Listen, no, no, no. It's always for consenting. But as you know, sometimes you just... You want to try something. So you, you roofie yourself. <laughs> as long as it's all consent. <laughs> of course. But of course. Have you ever had one of those crazy nights with some friends? Oh, fuck off. You lose one of them and... <laughs> you're like, what? I mean, come on, what even happened last night? That's that's why we keep the... You wake up with a monkey, a baby, and a manticore in the black in the bathroom. We've all been there. <laughs> also, Gerard, I feel like I might have forgotten something, some adventure that had gone on uh, as well. Um, I just, I just think that, you know, I don't know. I, I was also just wondering if such a thing exists. Cause I, I, I feel like I, you know, it was like a dream that happened, but it also felt kind of real. And I don't know. I just wonder if, if, if such things are possible to, to, you know, make someone forget. You were trying to remember the lost times, eh? Well, how do you feel about that life? <laughs> I don't really know how to feel because I don't know what that is. It is where you are dead for a second and then you come back. Oh, Okay. I have heard that make dogs the memory. Gotcha. So it's not technically killing anyone because they come back? Most of them. Hmm. <laughs> what are the odds, you say? I mean, I feel like you've got experience in that, Will. That's true. Has it worked in the past? That's true. You know what? Maybe maybe that's that's why I have trouble remembering things sometimes. <laughs> the, old, the old brain's a little starved for oxygen. <laughs> I mean, you might be able to try some like greater restoration or some healing magic. Yeah, some meditation maybe. All right. Anyway, sorry for the sidebar. Let's get back to the to the thing at hand. All right, so um, do you know anything about how we're going to like pray or anything welcoming? I'll be in the city tomorrow. 
How was what's your arrival? Event privatized flying in on a, a flying beast to think of and hopping off and going inside. What's the event? Is it what is you know what do you know? Well, I've been gone three months. Okay, but like you were coming here also to welcome her in, so I figured you might have some really. information. No, okay. no, I just kind of I came back because my job was done. I went and did a thing, and now I'm coming back. What do you guys know? Do you guys have anyone inside city council? You got any spies? You bribed anyone? Tinnifer. We know Tinnifer. I, I visibly shudder when her name is spoken out loud. <laughs> Wait, didn't we? I thought that we, uh, this is this is out of character, but I thought that we like intercepted some like plans. Like I know we intercepted some plans about like the explosions and stuff that were supposed to happen, but I thought there was like some like shred of evidence that was basically like they were going to try to take her out like on her like trip into the city, like before she even got there. Is that true yeah. or no? Did I make that up? I feel like I remember something like that with a like a train, maybe. I don't know. Like a train episode. Murder on the Orient Express. Murder in the Rock. I don't remember. That's why I was at. I don't believe you guys actually found out the plot. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys found out that there was a plot, but never dug deeper. But none of the. Mm. Cool. Okay. How do we dig deep? We did a lot of shit. Drag and drag. <laughs> And then there, was, there was about an hour where we spent doing beer games. Ah, uh, yes, the beer games. A lot of fun things rather than productive things. We had a good time, though. Yeah. That's why I like so, wacky Um, I wonder, Dave probably doesn't know a whole lot either. Um, Do you think Torque would know? Damn it, I really don't. Back in, back in Fuck yeah, I'm calling Sam. How, what, does anyone know Morse code for SOS? I mean, yeah, it's like two dots and a dash and another dot. The Stone of Fire speech, I just kind of like... So you you keep saying you're trying to use the Stone of Fire speech. The Stone of Fire speech connects to a second stone. Right. Yeah, it's like a walkie-talkie. Yeah, they're not phones. Yeah, and they only work the one to the other. So it's not like you can put other people's stones in your stone. Right. Mm. I, that's why I'm only calling Dave with it. Okay. Because Dave might have this information. <laughs> keeps, but I'm only like turning on this pronoun. Dave. I just kind of mispronounced it. Okay. I meant to say Dave. Okay. That's why okay. I'm trying to do a Morse code for SOS to be like, call me without just being like, hey, Dave, are you, are you hanging out? Because okay. I'm like thinking like a walking tiger, like, <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. To try to be like, hey, you call us at your. Most. Yeah. Yeah. Just a nice, subtle vibrate. Yeah. <laughs> dot, dot, dash, dash, dot, dot. Yeah. So you do that, and there's no no immediate response. Great. That's great. Yeah. You know, you've, you've signaled to him to try to be ready when, when he's ready, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, th this might take some time. Yeah. He might be I mean, little... he's undercover. It might be a while before you can find free, you know. Yeah, he might be doing culty things. Exactly. All right. So... In order to protect the princess, I think the easiest way to eliminate the threat, take out Sam. I, I know it's a tall order. No, it's not. He's pretty short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's taller than me. Yeah, everyone's short compared to you. You're a Goliath. That's true. <laughs> what if we just smash everything? Now you're talking my language. Sure, why not? I don't know how we're going to get in or what the plan, how. I really wish we would talk to you. I knew how she was getting. You guys really think she's on a train? We could go to the train station. Hope she's on. We will make her be on a train. <laughs> I am not convinced that I am remembering correctly. Very possible that I have no idea what I'm talking about. It might have just been a weird fever dream that we had. <laughs> she's on the train. She's on the Polar Express. This whole campaign. <laughs> you guys just wake. Just you know, one day, Daphne wakes up, and shudders like. <laughs> 
Oh, gosh. oh God! Horrible nightmare. I was with these people. They were idiots. Indecisive idiots. Daphne, what do you have an idea of how we forward? Fuck train learning. We don't have to do a train episode. Trains. <laughs> I I like Mavelich's idea. I say we just go smash them. No, I don't want to go murder hoboing. So Nate texts me. He's like, "What are your thoughts on them?" I'm like, "I don't know, Secret Service type deal." You know, FBI Secret Service. <laughs> it was like, oh, you know, we'll be in the crowd watching a V arrive. And like, we'll, you know, have our posters and we're in tuxedos, like, you know, just bodyguard shit. I didn't think of trains. So during this, I assumed we were going to forego that for a while and go take out a dragon. I'm ready to fight a dragon. Storm the dragon, hot? Storm the dragon? I mean, I got to rest first. Yeah, let's, uh, let's see what Dave think, like, if, uh, it's a good opportunity to take out the dragon, possible. I would definitely uh, prevent some his most powerful ally. I mean, True. Even an ally. Yeah, I mean, there won't be a kingdom to, uh, there won't be a kingdom for Avi to rule if, if that dragon gets... Yeah, and in the off chance that he is able to control it, he won't be able to. All right, well... We could do this. Element of surprise. We gotta strike while the iron's hot. All right, let's get a train episode. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so I did, um, you did I, put together a train. <laughs> I texted all of you guys this, and I was like, what, um, you know, what, what are each of you guys feeling? And each of you wrote back something different. We <laughs> all like, said train. Don't <laughs> lie to us, Nathan. said train. <laughs> None of you said train. <laughs> Choo-choo, motherfuckers. <laughs> I have four different options that you guys can do because you guys all told me something different. So whatever you decide, I have a scenario line with it. Okay, what? Well, oh boy. Let's go fuck up a dragon. Let's go fuck up a train. <laughs> I mean, if we're the ones destroying the train, Sen can't do it. Can't We're just gonna go rob trains. <laughs> oh, we could rob the train. Imagine it turns into just Red Dead Redemption. We, we just have to... Kidnap Princess Avi off the train so she can't be harmed. If she's on the there train at all. There you go. If she's on the train no, no, at no. all. No, no, no. He's got the idea. We're going to go <laughs> kidnap the princess before she gets attacked. I just So no. she can't be attacked if she's with us. It's true. It's true. If we got get on a train and just kidnap someone, because the princess might not be on the fucking train, <laughs> we might just kidnap someone. Well, the train now. Well, the train's a pretty that. likely scenario. There is the lightning rail that does come from Rote, you know, where she lives in Desharn. I got the easiest way to this train. It'll take five minutes. It's gonna cast shatter on the, the rails. <laughs> I don't believe the plan is to kill her. Please tell me the plan is not to kill her. No, it's to stop the train immediately. The trains don't stop immediately. That's kind <laughs> of... Are you imagining a scenario where she's tied to the tracks? The princess is tied to the tracks and we need to stop the train? <laughs> Yeah, we, we don't want to cause a train accident. That would be uh, potentially very fatal. We're not doing a train episode. A train episode is a joke that you're taking way too seriously as an option. It does sound pretty cool, though. Nate <laughs> <laughs> is showing a diagram of a fucking train. Yeah, that, that's a lightning rail. Um, Same, if you guys do want to do trains, you know, I think you should probably establish and try to figure out 
how she's coming or if she's coming by train. I'm trying to figure out how to get there, but I don't remember. Gilsby and Maywitch don't know. Waiting for a send message. The only option is we gotta leave this apartment again, go back to the fucking bar, talk to Tork, talk to Gilsby, or McGillicuddy. Those guys know anything. Yeah. Where's that place that we ran into uh, Tennifer that one time? Tennifer came to you. Uh, so yeah, you guys met her in City Hall, but then she came to you to give you guys the information on the boat. I'm gonna have high end. That's a good call. Uh, Gerard, my friend. Uh, so as a, you're probably aware, Princess Avi is coming to town tomorrow. You wouldn't happen to have heard any sort of uh, way she's coming in. I, you know, we've been kind of out of touch at our own mishaps going on. Uh, is this like a public event or is? A little bit more private. Do you know anything about it? They try to keep it private, but you know I'm a man of secret. I have found out that she is coming via the lightning rail. Pull that out of his ass. We've been talking about the lightning rail, and now that's excellent. We, I thank you so much for your gracious hospitality. We must be off. We got, we have a princess to save. We've got a train to catch. (laughs) We've got a train to catch. I believe she is supposed to be arriving tomorrow. So we're gonna try and get her off that train tonight. Wouldn't she be on the train yet? They boot. A lightning rail moves pretty fast. That's true. But the train is away. We're going to take it's it. coming in town. Right, and we want to get her off before. How, how are we getting there? Oh, I thought <laughs> you were asking how we were going to get on the train. Horses. Not, not literal. Horses? Sick. Where do you think we are? <laughs> Sick ass fucking horses where we're basically skateboarding on top of them and make a sweet leap onto the train. So we're going, we're going red dead. We're dirt going bikes. Red. Fucking dirt bikes. That'd be hella sick. <laughs> <laughs> the bird scooters. Yeah, well, what happened to those bird scooters? Bird scooters. Those are the thing go fast enough to catch a train. <laughs> bird scooters made from literal birds. Fucking fly. Gerard, thank you for your hospitality. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> another and we leave and start walking towards bird scooters. Tobias, can we borrow your airship? I mean, you guys can, but. This one's only good for local travel. Yes. Oh, it shuts down. Uh, yeah, it shuts down outside the city. That is some Wait, crazy nonsense. Oh, okay. Stuckfield James has a bunch of flying race birds that we can all just hop on and fly. we'll go to the gym to get the bird, the whatever we're racing on pterodactyls, right those bad boys to the train. Welcome. Solve the, the crisis. We solved your puzzle yet again. Solve the puzzle. So anyone has a better idea, please speak up. I could apply for a job at the train station. Here we go. Here we go. The long play. Secretary at the train station. We're gonna be we're gonna disguise ourselves as attendants. We're gonna be on that fucking train. Hell yeah. I couldn't work a train. We're gonna be passing out peanuts on the train. And then all of a sudden the attack is going to happen. We'll be like, spinow. Question. Um, so do you think there are trains from Sharn to Rote tonight? And then we could travel back on potentially the same train as Princess Avi tomorrow? Unfortunately, there are no more trains. But there is a morning train that would bypass. It would go, you know, there's side-by-side tracks. It goes one way. It's a train coming from Rote. the opposite. We're about to get splattered on this fucking windshield. <laughs> So I don't know Jumping trains. between Rote and Sharn, but it, wouldn't it be long enough she's probably been traveling for a bit and it's like she's got to sleep there, the meal's there, genuinely be riding for a while? Or is it like, you know, taking the East Lansing monorail to Chicago? So, excellent question. It's like, 
that's where I'm thinking we have to catch up to her train to get it, or she's just hopping out in the morning and arriving. Uh, more, more the second. Uh, it's a lightning rail. It moves fairly quickly. Think of like a high speed train. Um, and you're staying on the same continent. So like maybe think going from Lansing, Michigan, maybe down like, like, you know, not the farthest. Oh, apparently it also doesn't travel on rails, according to the uh, Eberron wiki. Well, that fucks up my plan. What does it travel on? It Literal lightning? Uh, I think it actually floats. Oh shit, that's badass. Travels on itself. Yeah, it it kind of hovers over the ground. Neat. How is it a train? Listen, man, it's I don't like to name everything. Like it just <laughs> looks like a train. It make, it's just a low flying airplane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's not a train anymore because it doesn't have a track. It's like a maglev. Quintessential part of a train is that it's got to follow the track. It does have to follow the track. Okay. Yeah. This doesn't. It just hovers above it. Yeah, subconductor yeah. stones laid out on a line of the ground interact with the conductor stones on the cart. There you go. We dig up the stones, we're good to go. <laughs> I believe that we just killed them. <laughs> Quickly. Uh, yeah, we... No, 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 not... We killed them, not. I'm not, not green. Like this whole train thing was at first. Great. All right. Very nice start drawing the trains, because apparently this is what so, I'm really excited about this. I'm not going to would you guys like to, you know, sleep the night off and try to catch the morning train? That's what or... I'm thinking, yes. Yeah. You've pushed us toward them. Well, you guys could also go <laughs> steal flying creatures and try to fly out. Fly out and catch. Well, that was more when I thought she was, like, riding a car, a train car for, like, days, you know? That's where I wanted to fly out. If it's, she's hopping out in the morning, again, here in the afternoon, shit, we got all day tomorrow to fuck around and just... Post up at the train station at night, yeah. or we could scout the area, try to thoughts, and combine the train and. Yeah. Gerard, do you know when the train is coming in? Did you say that? I'm sorry. I think we gotta keep her from getting on that. So no, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. that if the train gets the station, <sighs> I feel like they're just gonna train. Yeah, I agree. There are the two trains leave in the morning and arrive in the afternoon in opposite location. Gerard, you know what I love about you? Your passion for lovemaking and your passion train schedules. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> these love handles. <laughs> oh, those two, and I just kind of squeeze them and give them a call. Well, I'm just excited that we get to ride a train, right? We get to ride the train? Roth, do we get to ride the train? Why are you asking me? <laughs> Cause you're the one asking about all the all the train schedule. I didn't ask hundred. Yeah, yeah, I asked when oh, the right. train to be getting in. You're right. I got confused. I have a feeling they would attack before the train gets into the actual city, though. Mm. Why? What makes you think that? I mean, that's a pretty public display of attacking the noble. Yeah, if they're just chilling in the train station and then it gets attacked. Right from where they're gonna explode like a bunch of stuff. I mean, that's assuming an explosion is the plan, but... Well, they were gonna explode a bunch of stuff at the, the race. I, I know that it makes sense, <laughs> but these guys often don't make sense. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be you, my friend. <laughs> I, I, I thought that. I Sorry, Nate. <laughs> I'm tying these things together as we go. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm going to see them as pants. Yeah. I mean, we are kind of forcing his hand in that. <laughs> hey, what do you guys want to do tomorrow? A train episode, apparently. I, just want to... I wanted to fight the dragon. And he's like, what about... hey, I'm all for it. We still got a time to fight a dragon. <laughs> we still got all night. <laughs> We're only halfway through, right? Yeah.
I mean, as you know, you guys have kind of made this plan now to go for the train the next day. Gerard, you know, says, You are welcome to sleep anywhere. We have but the one bed. And Daphne and uh, Will, as this is your first time in, in Gerard's place, you kind of look around now and notice that there's kind of this like giant open studio apartment where there's a sunken floor in the middle, vaulted ceilings. Uh, and in that sunken floor is a giant circular bed that is probably you know, a good 20 feet diameter or so. Oh, is this a waterbed? And I jump on it. It is not, but we've, we've tried. because <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't make any jokes about the bed still getting wet. Well, no, it was... More of a weight issue. You, just, you see, you put too many people in one spot, and then it pops, and then the water's everywhere. Like we we pay for these apartments, you know. That makes sense. Condominium. It would be an engineering marvel to be able to pull that off. Yes, and you see, then it leaks down, and I'm on this top floor. And then you got all of these copays, and different, you know. You lose the security deposit. It's it really, makes sense. It's a bad. It's a bad situation. Well, it's still lovely. Thank you. And I just, I just go to sleep. Will, as you lay down to go to sleep, give me a constitution uh, saving throw. Oh, no. I touch the bed. <laughs> 13. All right. Well, 13, uh, a sharp, stinging pain hits your head. Uh, and a flash of a memory goes across your mind uh, since forgotten. You see yourself or you see through your own eyes. You're in the skinless pig and this woman in purple approaches you and you hear her say, you beautiful idiot, can you play? And as quickly as the memory appears, it is gone again, but you can keep replaying this scene in your head. You don't quite know when it happened. Oof, my head. Oh Lord. <laughs> do I still sleep or do it does it wake me from my slumber? It you're you're still able to to sleep, but you do take three damage. Ouch. Initial sharp. I planned to do that at the start of the session, but then we kind of got rolling it off track. Third. Yeah. <sighs> Wait, did you say off track when we're going on a train? <laughs> Does anybody else want to rest? I'm I'm just chilling to get my strength back. Is there like a balcony? Uh, yeah, he's got a, a balcony that you can kind of stand up put on. It's it's not the largest. You're at the top of a I forget if I said ten or twenty story building in the last time you came there, but it's a tall building. Yeah. Um, if there are any like seats out there, I'll just uh, sleep outside. Okay. So you guys all go to sleep, um, rest, cover your hit points. The next morning, uh, you are awoken to the smell of wonderfully done eggs with some peppers. And you see Gerard Baron in a blue silk robe this time. And he has been cooking up his store. Wow, Gerard, you look great. Smells nice in here. My head hurts. I realize you boys have been probably through a lot based on the conversations and your lack of cleanliness. You deserve <laughs> So here, quail eggs, perfectly done, if I do say so myself. Wow. Really undid yourself. Absolutely delicious, wonderful stuff. Thank you. I don't think I've ever had a meal it's equal. Oh, you are too kind. Big day ahead of us. Uh, how about yourself? You up to anything today? Yeah. <laughs> what do you got going on? Maybe we just say fuck this train thing and <laughs> hang out with you some more. <laughs> I rent a small plot of land in a garden community where I grow most of the food that you're eating yourselves right now. So this is where I'm going to. I tend to my garden. Wow. Sounds I can't wait to visit. You are most welcome. Oh, Bye. yeah. Where Where is that garden? I'd like to take a hand at that as well. He gives you guys the location of the garden for future reference. 
Perfect. Awesome. Hell yeah. Add one garden to our inventory. <laughs> I mean, I was a bit of a farmhand. I, I could use some skills. Yeah, maybe settle down after after all this craziness. Yeah. Supposedly simple lives. I agree. Well, Tobias, we get to move on? Oh, man. I really shouldn't be spending all this time with you guys, but I guess, yeah, you know. <laughs> he stayed the night. <laughs> I mean, if you want that autograph, uh, yeah, we stay- you're, I mean, you're definitely going to get it. We stay- you guys, uh, before you guys head out, Gilby and Mavelich kind of approach you, and Gilby says, Oh, I think it'd be best if the two of us stay here. Yeah, that sounds about right. You don't want to be part of a train episode? Well, as a way to save time and energy of the dungeon master and God controlling this, we're just going to excuse ourselves. But also, we're trying to be secretive. The fact that we're still alive and that we're still here, because we're really hoping that the green flare was the flare that said, all good, they're dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, Agreed. Let, let's give them the sending stone so they can talk to Dave should he ever, like, like reach back out. Um, that makes then sense. Then maybe you can uh, find a way to talk to Mara as well. Um, get the uh, members of the 13 together that we can so we can face whatever's to come. Yeah. And if we should fail, you know, you guys got to pick up our, our mantle. If you're up to the to the enormous task of, you know, filling our shoes. <laughs> Wait, was there a question? I didn't hear what it was. True. Fly boot. They are flies hell. All right, yeah. So you want me to lead the sending stone with them? Yep. Okay, here you go. I'm going to toss it over to you. Thank you. And Gerard offers you guys to use a copy of his sending stone so that you guys can get in touch with maybe in Gilvic of Lich. Oh, perfect. Um, That's nice. Sending stones don't have an unlimited range, though, so you guys do kind of need to be back into the city. Yeah. Okay, great. Um... Do we disguise ourselves to get on this train? Do we pretend like we're going to rob it? We're going to put on some handkerchiefs? <laughs> I'm down with disguising again. What do you guys want to disguise yourselves as? A bandit. A bandit. <laughs> we just want to... <laughs> we want a lot of attention, but not for, for us being <laughs> wanted people, but just potentially wanted people. So is our plan to scout it out while we can get there in the morning or try to... Well, it's morning. Are we going to scout out the area? Or are we... It sounds like we need to get on this train. Um, so if we get close to it, I'm just going to teleport up top. So we got we to gotta go get onto the train where it starts in a row. Uh, no, we're getting on here in Sharn and then meeting the train that's coming from Rope on the track. Oh, we're doing a crossover. Gotcha. Thank you. Right. We just have to not uh, get run over. Easy. Cool, 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 cool. So you guys make your way down to the train station. Uh, at the train platform, and there's of course your normal ticket counter. Of course, yeah, you know, <laughs> places where you can buy tickets. You've got people standing at the train checking tickets for people who get on. Uh, you've got 14 commoners just kind of boarding, milling about. But there, nine noblemen waiting around. Also, uh, who has a passive perception above four? I would hope everybody. Yeah, passive perception starts at 10, I think. <laughs> Mine's 11. Mine's 14. Cool. Ander, is your passive perception above 16? No. What happened to four? Well, <laughs> so. Is it only for me? <laughs> no, I rolled 4d20s, but I'm just going in the order that I see you guys um, or how they roll. And I rolled a four, a two, and a, well, I rolled two fours, a two and a 16, Ander, I would like you to select one. Actually, do you have any gold? Uh, Very little. What you have has not been pickpocketed. Damn. 
All right, uh, let's see here. Somebody's trying to die. Someone just earned 15 gold. It's a good day. Can I look around the crowd? You can, because you you will and Daphne all, you know, kind of felt people come up and try to pickpocket you very poorly. And so you are now on the watch out. Yeah, I keep my gold on the inside. Yeah. Up by the chest. Mine's in a magical dimension in a bag. The bag can be grabbed, though. But it's my bag. It's like it, it dies after two days if it's away from me. Oh. <laughs> I need a bag of holding. <laughs> no, that's just my thing. That's an artificer thing. It's an artificer thing. Oh. That's pretty dope. So I can, I can create a magic item, and the magic item that I created was a bag of holding. Gotcha. Does, uh, in this crowd, is anyone moving deliberately away from us? Oh, give me a perception check. Train episode turned into pickpocket episode. Uh, six. <laughs> you know, there are people moving in all directions, people hurrying, people who, you know, are arriving from trains from other places, you know, so you're not able to make out any sort of person. I would like to try to pickpocket the person closest to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Can you Retaliation. Five. I pickpocket a dog. No, you get caught trying to pickpocket it, potentially. So the person that you are attempting to pickpocket is an elderly human who'd been sitting down reading a book. No, grandpa. Who just starts yelling at his book whenever he's like, you know, a very active reader. He's like, oh, did I see that one coming? Oh my gosh. Oh, oh that's a steamy passage. And... So yeah, he's attracting a lot of noise when you try to pickpocket him, and it's just, it's not going smooth. Wow, uh, crazy book, huh? And I move away quickly. Good call. I try to uh, sneak a peek at the title of the book. The title of the book is the Cronenberg Chronicle. That's a steamy passage. Cronenberg <laughs> <laughs> Chronicle. <laughs> uh, them using their mishmash genitalia. <laughs> oh, oh my. I actually believe the Cronenberg Chronicle might be a newspaper uh, that was earlier in the lore book, but... <laughs> it sounds like a newspaper. We're going to say it's an actual book right now. It's cause... like, it's a it's an anthology of the newspaper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First 10,000 articles. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that event that happened coming. <laughs> it was so steamy. That day, oh, that no. pipe burst, and there was steam everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I want to get on the train. Yeah, I was. I was gonna say I was gonna start like busking, like performing for for money, but I forgot we're trying to keep a low profile, so I probably should. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't do things like pickpocket or busking. <laughs> I was trying to get under his money bag. <laughs> That old man on that seat who's reading, he must have stolen the 15 gold from my I was trying to give him gold back, not get him the same gold back. Wait, you someone robbed me? Oh, they did. Damn it, they did. I'm sorry. I was assuming I hadn't noticed yet. Yeah, we'll we'll cover for you if you if we need it. Speaking of which, do we need to buy some tickets? Yeah, I'm just sneaking on. Yeah, I'm gonna teleport past the ticket counter and uh, till. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay, so Anders is teleporting onto this. Uh, Rot, give me a stealth check to try to sneak on. 
Well, I mean, if I'm going to sneak on, I don't want to sneak on two hours before and then just be hanging out around there. Looks like the train's going to leave soon. Okay. Shortly, you know. You have a problem. <laughs> you need to stop using those dice. Who crit failed? Those dice have hurt you. I know, a lot. Let's try this one. Would you like a different pair of dice? I can... That was a 10. That's yeah, better. I want a better dice. Yeah, try this dice. I want a better dice. God, I think, I think it's this thing too. 11. That's better. I mean, it's best roll so far. <laughs> it's my best roll of the entire day. Fuck you guys. So, That's why I use the D&D Beyond. Describe oh, me, yeah! Describe to me how poorly this goes. I'll, I'll let you, you know, describe your... How badly I do? Yeah. Alright. That's fine, because I got it right out of my head for if that ever happened already. Rod just uh, sees where everyone is getting in line. So, like, after they've bought their ticket and, like, you know, they're throwing their luggage onto in the underneath mm-hmm. carriage. And he just kind of walks up to it and then grabs a hold of the door and steps up and a guy stops and was like, Sir, you're not luggage. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Um, I get on over there, right? And then I'm assuming he'd be like, I need to see your ticket. Uh, we need to see your ticket, please. Oh, I, I dropped it with the luggage. You did not have luggage a minute ago. No, I, I, when I was trying to get on, I felt it fall out of my pocket. Mm. Terribly sorry, but you will need to go get another ticket or confer with the desk to, you know, replace your lost ticket. Ah, okay. Damn it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I don't have my receipt. I hope that's not a problem. Not my problem. <laughs> Alright, I want to go up to the desk where they buy tickets. Okay. Uh, we'll let someone else take a... Daphne, uh, Will, what do you guys... I think I'm going to try to turn invisible and sneak on. Okay. So if I cast invisibility, bah, 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 I think that just gives me advantage on uh, on my stealth check. How much is a ticket? Did you approach the counter and ask? Yes. Oh, that depends on what type of ticket you're looking for. Might I interest you in a first class ticket? That'd be 30 gold. 15 for the galley. Kind of business classy. 5 gold for standard. Or... You know, if, if money's not really your thing, you're trying to save some pennies, we're talking 10 silver. I'll take first class. Oh, excellent, excellent. <laughs> and with first class, you know, you can have up to, you know, a, a crate-sized luggage. Can you carry her for free? No, that's all right. Oh, no, certainly. Dirty gold, please. <laughs> you get a crate-sized luggage carrier for free. You could fit the two tiny people right on in there, or me. Dirty gold, please. Yeah. Okay. Then pull. I pull, I pull it out of <laughs> the back of holding, slide it over, and walk up to the line again. <laughs> Will, how did your invisibility work? All right. Let me roll my my stealth. Oh, nice. They arrange it in alphabetical order. Uh, God damn it. I only got a 12, so I don't know if that really... But I feel like invisible... With advantage? Yeah. That sucks for you. I got an, I got an 11 and a 12. You're, you're in... Do, do you have modifiers? Yeah, that was with modifiers. Oh, gosh. So as you kind of get in line to get in, um, you know, there are other people in line that keep kind of bumping into you. So everyone keeps kind of being alerted to this presence, uh, and, and you're not able to get up to the doorway without people like feeling you and kind of, who was that, reaching forward. So you, you decide to, to back away, and that's just not going to gonna quite do it. Andrew, you just teleported on. Um, you got the, the cargo car all the way in the back. You got the helm up front. 
where kind of the engineers work. Where did you kind of teleport on onto? Literally on top of it. Nice. And I assume you're just laying down flat to... Oh, yeah. Okay. Give me a stealth roll at advantage. Okay. Uh, so that'd just be a straight roll for me. 15. Okay. No, no one's seen you on the top of there. So Daphne and Andrew have successfully boarded this train. Do I get anything for being in first class? Um, you yeah, have, a crate. You have a nice room here that's... Uh, Sick. It, it's... Um, so I get like champagne and shit? Yeah, you champagne, you have a private bathroom. Uh, you're, you have a, a table and a couch in your room where they will come and serve you food so you don't have to go deal with the with, you know, dining car. The riffraff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you still are able, you still have full access to the entire oh, yeah. train with your no first class ticket. Me. I'm first yeah. class. Exactly. But... <laughs> <laughs> no one can stop me. <laughs> But people are not allowed up to first class if they have not bought, bought that ticket. Uh, it's my turn? Yeah. Yes. I, I go up to the ticket counter and I go, I'm so sorry, um, I seem to have dropped my ticket underneath the train and I can't get it back. Oh, we're still going with this this line, okay. Yeah, I'm going to lie my way into a free <laughs> ticket. Do you have your receipts? I don't. I bought this ticket about a week ago. Damnedest thing. Uh, I, was, I was planning in advance for this trip to see family and I, I lost, I mean, keeps a receipt for a ticket for a week. I thought, I, and I had it, I was putting my luggage on the train, and I dropped the ticket. Give me a deception roll. Look out, guys, I'm using the digital dice now. Don't worry, those can fuck you too. Will vigorously shaking his head. Seven. <laughs> oh wait, a deception roll? Oh. Seven plus five. No, plus six. <laughs> Thirteen. Now, we're, we're not supposed to do this, but I understand seeing family. I haven't seen my mom in years. What's your mom like? Sweetest old lady. You know, watches birds. That's lovely. Oh, you should really make a trip out to see her yourself. I should. That's so sweet. You know, there's definitely some steerage carts, steerage, you know, tickets that haven't been claimed. Like, just don't tell anyone. She kind of slides you, you know, a ticket for steerage. You're wonderful. You're mother raised a sweet child. Oh, thank you. Glowing human, or whatever. We'll call her a gnome. One glowing, radiant gnome. Thank you. Uh, twirls her beard. Heard happily. And I start walking away and I go, Found my ticket! And they let you on the steerage car. Yeah! Hell yeah, we got this whole train covered. We got first class, we got the top of the train, we got the fucking steerage cart, whatever that means. Uh, when you board the steerage car, it's just benches. Like, it's fine. Yeah. No, nothing fancy. Just wooden benches, and you're seated next to strangers. There's two to a bench. Yeah. Like, I hold my gold real close to myself. Okay. And Will, the last one on the play. I still got my invisibility on because I think it lasts an hour, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, up to an hour. Uh, so I'm going to take a different tack here, and I'm going to see if uh, maybe first class has like uh, onboard entertainment, perhaps that uh, that you know jumps in there, like a, a band or some some other bards, perhaps that I can try to uh, you know either sneak into their into their troop or maybe uh, sneak into one of their their. The, the case of their gear or or some luggage. Is there a luggage cart where I can just invisibly uh, pack myself in, <laughs> into somebody else's luggage? There, There is a cargo cart in the back. Hell yeah. We got to cover all our bases here. 
so yeah i'm gonna try to go where the luggage is being sorted <laughs> while i'm invisible and just fucking put myself i was really hoping that will joined one of those like subway mariachi bands hell yeah that's what that was my original idea like have you seen nacho libre where they try to sneak in <laughs> some musicians <laughs> into the wrestling party but also luggage let's go with the luggage plan you find like a, a crate that's about to be loaded in and you jump on top of it and they just kind of lift up the crate and you're laying on the crate invisible and they carry you in. Beautiful. Mission Impossible music is playing under the... <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> all right. <laughs> We're all on the train. Perfect. And the train sets off. All right. I'm going to keep an eye out for the uh, train in the distance that we're going to be moving on to. Uh, Ander, give me a strength saving animal. Strength saving throw? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, well, that's a natural one. Uh, Yay! So <laughs> Ander's dead. <laughs> he fell off the train. <laughs> The train starts moving, and you weren't quite prepared for it. You don't have, like, a good handhold to grab or anything. And you just start sliding back across the tops of the uh, the train. All right. Uh, I'm going to use my duplicate and just try to uh, use switch places with it to, like, get in between a couple of the cars. Okay. You're, you're outside of the train, but there are the doors that you can kind of open up and get in now. All right. Uh, what do I see in the uh, cars in front of and behind me? Yeah, so you're in between the fourth and the third car, and in the, well, sorry, uh, fourth from back. So okay. Last car, third to last mm -hmm. car. Um, in the third to last car, it's a sleeper car right here for the, the standard car passenger. There's just a, a bunch of individualized rooms with beds, and then the car in front of you is a standard car or where it's kind of a couch setup where like family members can ride together or travel together. All right. Uh, I'll uh, slip into the uh, sleeper car. Okay. Yeah, there's like 10 individual rooms with individual beds there. All right. I'll, uh, I'll try to find an unoccupied one. And give me a basic perception check. Sure. <laughs> Six. You open one up because you see no sound or movement coming out of it. Uh, and the room that you enter, you try to get on the bed and instantly discover a sleeping person that's just like conked out real hard. All right, I'll uh, I'll back out of the room and uh, either keep trying until I find one that's empty, or I'll I'll just stay out in the hallway. Okay, we'll we'll say you find one that's empty. It shouldn't be that hard. Yeah, I'm just trying to stay real quiet so I don't wake up anybody that might be uh, sleeping there. Daphne, what are you doing during the ride? Okay. <laughs> I don't have to do really anything. Just uh, kind of watching for the train. You don't get a hot towel or anything in first class. You don't do. You don't get drinks or or spa treatment. There, there is a first class butler that's coming up there and offering you refreshments. And, you know, food, drink. Give me a single glass of champagne. Mm, hell yeah! Of course, naturally. Here we go, Miss. Please, if there's anything else I can do for you, do not hesitate to ask. Oh. Uh, what time will we be passing the other train? Usually it's about the halfway point, so about two hours from now. Thank you. Of course. First class. <laughs> I love that. First class. Will, as you're just hanging out in the storage car, are you going to do anything? Yeah, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna snoop. I'm going to poke around this luggage and stuff. Is there... <laughs> is, there, 
is there anything of interest in this uh, luggage cart? Is there any is there any livestock on this on this luggage cart? No livestock on, on this okay. luggage cart. Um, you find a lot of people's clothes, so you can definitely change up your wardrobe if you so choose. Are there any sweet uh, kicks? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like even cooler than the boots that I'm currently wearing? Maybe not cooler. Cool is a, a relative term. That's true. But definitely, you know, like collectors might have that debate. Okay. I just I just appreciate them. I don't steal them. I just am I'm looking at them like, oh, this guy's got good taste. Or, oh, this guy's, this guy's lame. Um, Leave but, a little note. Yeah, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh kicks, dude. And then for the other guy, I'm just going to be like, man, do better. <laughs> have some self-respect. <laughs> Some people did put money in there. I'm good on the money. I don't want to. I don't want to earn my money that way. Um, what else can I do? Is there a way for me to get? Because I'm going to need to transfer the other train eventually. Uh, so I guess I'm going to look for a way to do that from the luggage cart. If it's got like a window or a door or something to get to the top, where I can jump to the other train. It's got a door to to go out to the space between it and the uh, the car in front of it. Perfect. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of get get myself uh, psyched up for that, or maybe do some calculations of how I'm gonna jump to this other train. I feel like the physics is not good for <laughs> for us doing this, and I'm looking for different spells to try to fucking <laughs> make this work for me. Uh, are you are you going out of that door, or are you just uh, hanging out in your current little car? Yeah, I'm gonna check it. I'm gonna go out that door and just check it out. So you're you're in the spaceway between cars. Um, if you look in the car in front of you, it's it's the steerage cart. It's, you know, kind of bottom dollar for people. And, and you do spot rot up in there or ahead of you. Oh, sweet. Do I see any, uh, before I before I venture in further, do I see any, like, ticket takers or anything like that that might be uh, coming by? Nope. In this world, they take your ticket before you board the, the train. Beautiful. That's... Oh, man. Yeah, here I was thinking I was going to need to pickpocket one of these sleeping people. Uh, Ra, are you doing anything on your little uh, train uh, adventure? I am sitting on the very dark and burnt coffee in a tiny, shitty clay cup that was just like kind of set out for the steerage. Like, the, here's your refreshments, and it's just this one pot that's been like sitting for 19 hours, and it's like very sludgy. I'm just like, oh yeah, great stuff for us. And I'm playing a coin game with the people there trying to win money. Simple coin game, you know. Heads I win, tails you lose. Ten got ten gold up on it. No, you're gonna get ten gold to the gonna fight you. Ten gold to the winner. Flip a coin. Heads I win, tails you lose. Tails you lose. Ten gold, please. Oh, I'm not sure about this game. I've, have you ever traveled by train before? I don't. This does not feel safe. Have you you seen their safety pamphlet? Like we're supposed to exit up the sides and go here and go. Listen, there? listen. We're gonna be here for a little while. It's just let's have some fun. Let's gamble a little. I just, I really have to study the safety procedures. What if we hit something? What about you, miss? Uh, you turn to an ethereal elf, and she just looks at you and just looks away like, no, I'm I'm not having any of this conversation. All right, all right. I just keep sipping my coffee. Will, do you go up and join them? I do, but I also want to, so I, I track down uh, Rot, but... I don't know where the other two guys are, but I do want to send message, the spell message to see if if they're doing okay or if they figured out a good way to get the other uh, the other train. So I'm like, hey, Rot, how's it going, man? You, you made it on the train too. That's that's good. Uh, have, you, have you heard anything from the other guys? I haven't seen the other guys. You know, I'm kind of stuck back here trying to make some money, but, you know, that ain't going too hot. But this coffee sure is. <laughs> 
it doesn't really seem like any of these people are, are the gambling types or have a whole lot of you know money to blow but you know keep keep trying keep trying to <laughs> anyway you figure out how you're gonna jump to the car i'm all set uh i have, have not really what, what what was your plan well, i got a spell cool what is it misty step it makes me just basically teleport oh. i'm just gonna go whoop, right over to the other side all right well can you take anyone with you when you do that sure can't all right well <laughs> <laughs> what you want to come up with a different way because i'd love to not burn a spell slot i still got that rope we tied up brandle with we could kind of lasso the train swing across you know hell yeah lassoing a train yeah i mean i i don't have you know an exact idea yet i i've i've been workshopping some stuff like maybe we stop this train you know so that there's a little bit more uh you know of a chance for us to get to the other one i mean if they're moving in opposite direction that's pretty much impossible but if we're just you know standing still and then try to jump onto the moving train maybe we got a better shot uh but let me see if I can get a get in contact with the other guys. Uh, All right. Message, which are, do you think they're within 120 feet of us? They, they have to be within line of sight. Uh, da, 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 da. You can cast a spell through solid objects if you're familiar with the target. And, and, and oh. it's beyond the bear. It can also go through... Uh, I swear. Okay. I was say, I use that spell all the time. I thought you didn't have line of sight. Never mind. Cool. Oh, wait. You point your finger toward a creature within range and whisper a message, but can if you know where the target beyond the barrier. So yeah, I don't know. I guess that's that's that might not necessarily unless we're like pretty close or I know. So yeah, if there is one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, one thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood blocks a spell. But it says it doesn't have to follow a straight line and can travel freely around corners. Oh, that's sick. Opening. So it'll do a little like cinematic, like little. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All out, all out, back. Goes out one window, comes back around later into the other window. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking do some like I whisper into my hand, you know, the the message, and I, I throw it out, the, uh, and I just say, uh, hey, and, uh, who do I think is probably close? Maybe Ander. Hey, Ander, have you figured out how to get to the other train? Whoosh. And then actually, I it's a cantrip for me, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to send it to both of them, separate messages, and they can do a short reply in a whisper back. I was hoping to use my duplicate to jump onto the other train as well, but I don't know if that's gonna work out too well. All right, so that's one. Yes, teleport. Great. So everybody's got a way to get on the train except for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three of the party has ways of teleporting. Oh, if only one of them could teleport multiple people <laughs> if only there were multiple people in first class i mean you have free reign to walk around the entire fucking train yeah but i paid money to be up here so. <laughs> he's got to get his money's worth as you're sending these messages uh the passenger sitting next to you is this small dwarf with kind of, kind of some gnarly looking bandages is on his uh on his forearm he kind of unwraps them and takes a flask out and pours some whiskey on his his wounds and then kind of rewraps them. Hey, friend, what's what's the deal there? I think I think you're supposed to drink the whiskey. I don't think you're supposed to pour it on your on your hands. What's going on? Uh, stings probably helps, right? What stings? You put alcohol on it to disinfect it. It's kind of looking bad. Oh, how'd you how'd you get these wounds here? I'm a carpenter. Got them on the job. Gotcha. Okay. Well, where 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 do you work at? Are you working in in Sharn, or are you looking for work elsewhere? I usually work in Sharn, but I was commissioned to go uh, build a house. Listen, wrote so that's uh, job takes me places. You know, they say get your job where you can see the world. Gotcha. Do, do you know how to stop a train? <laughs> Not safely. <laughs> okay. Well. 
maybe if you uh, went up to the helm and convinced the uh, the conductor to stop it, that might work. I guess that's true. Although maybe a little too obvious. Well, it's, that's fine. Here, let me let me help you out with those though, and I'm gonna cast cure wounds on his on his hand. Oh, much obliged. Thanks. Man. No problem, man. I mean, don't don't. Don't be wasting that whiskey. You know, it's it's a lot better for drinking than it is for for pouring out. You know. He offers you a swig. Dope. I I drink that. It's a surprisingly good whiskey. You uh you weren't expecting that from a dwarf in in steerage cart, but nice. D- did you make this? Old family recipe. Hell yeah! I'm gonna have to get that. All right. Well, I don't know what else to to do about this this getting to the other train situation, except maybe to fudge a spell that I definitely don't have prepared. <laughs> Uh, are any of you guys going to do any actions, look around anywhere, um, or, or do you guys want to just kind of fast forward this a bit? So you got like two hours before the train would arrive. Uh, like a half hour before I'll go back and start looking for him. <laughs> for the other guys? Okay. For moi? Mm-hmm. So you start making your way from the, the first class cart back. Uh, Ander, what are you doing? I'm just kind of looking out the window, uh, keeping an eye out for the train since I don't know when it's going to be coming through. Okay. Uh, Raw and Will, you guys see a couple of um, couple of people in, in your cart kind of get up and, you know, staggered a few minutes, but not staggered too much. Uh, four uh, people, uh, one orc, two humans and a tiefling kind of get up and make their way back to the cargo cart. Gotcha. Can I uh, uh, ask my my new friend here? Uh, what was his name again? Hey, sorry, friend. I didn't. I didn't. Get, I didn't get your name there. Random name generator. <laughs> Jeffrey. I'll twin this. I'll twin this. Uh, hey, did did you get a did you get a good look at those those people when they they got on the train? I mean, do you do you recognize them at all, or did, have they been have been acting funny since I you know got here? Do they do they look like the normal types of folks that would be on this on this train? <laughs> Don't ride trains much, but they didn't say a thing this whole time. Yeah, that is kind of strange. Uh, how good are you in a uh, high-pressure, co- potentially confrontational uh, situation, sir? I'm a carpenter, and I cut my own arms, so <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to downplay my abilities as carpentry skills, but I might not be the man you're looking for. All right. Well, uh, if I don't make it back, maybe maybe tell security or something that, that there's some funny business going on. And I'm going to send a quick message to uh, uh, Ander and uh, Daphne as well and just be like, hey, there's might be funny business in the cargo hold at the back of the train. And I just whoosh, whoosh, boom, throw it up. I'm away. I'm also going to send a message to Ander and Daphne and say, hey, I think there might be some funny business in the cargo train. <laughs> Do you want a message? Yeah, I used it in the warehouse oh, yeah. the first time. I forgot. Yeah. And then I'm gonna whisper. I'm gonna whisper in my hand and be like, "Hey, Rob, I think there's some funny business in the cargo train." <laughs> I received that. And be like, "Yeah, I saw that too." I sent a message to Andrew and Daphne that I think there might be some funny business in the cargo train. We should all check it out. I whisper into my hand and I say, "Hey, I also sent a message to Andrew and Daphne. We're thinking we're on, we're on the same page, dude. We're on the same page, dude." It's like we got the same brain, same heart. <laughs> should we wait for them or should we just start following so they don't get away from us? I whisper into my hand and then... <laughs> no, I'm just talking to them now. I said, uh, yeah, we should probably just, you know, maybe get a head start. And then, you know, Daphne and Andrew can dramatically swoop in, uh, you know, after after we're, we're fighting and, and kind of on the ropes. That'd be p- pretty cool, right? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Let's go. I, uh... I start walking towards the cargo cart and I slide the door open. Just kind of. Do I see anything? Uh, give me a perception check. 
12 is what I got. So you, you don't see anything. Um, the door to the, the cargo, this cart is is solid. It's not like a picture or a uh, window mm-hmm. in the door. Or so like, you don't see anyone out on that little platform. Well, I guess we go in then. Okay. So you slide open the door and you see luggage <laughs> and cargo. Huh. I don't know what else I expected. It's weird where those guys go. Let's push forward. Is there like a path between the cargos and stuff? Yeah, you know. Will, when he was looking through them, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're not so much neatly stacked anymore, but. All right. I'm going to, we're going to start walking between the cargo. Just kind of wandering through. All right. Give me an investigation check. I'll, Will, if you want to as well. Oh, I'm doing it. Ugh. Twelve. Seven. Jesus. Nice fucking Uh, Neither of you find a- any people in here, and Rot, you fail to notice any valuables. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Will, you already know what valuables are. Yeah, but I'm not, I'll never tell. <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> it's crazy that people bring all this crap along here. I mean, look at this. Shoes, boots, worthless. It's true. Yeah, there's there's really not a, a, a good market for, for resale of these. Of the, of these. these don't even look like they've been worn. Can you believe this? And it's said, I'll walk away. <laughs> oh, man. Are there any other like uh, ways to exit this this cart? I know that you said you know before when I was looking that there was just like a, a path to get to the other carts, but is there like a a hatch or a window or anything above us that, that people might be able to use. Not, not within the cargo cart. Bummer. All right. I'm going to just walk all the way to the back and see, is there like a an exit towards the back? You, right. you open up the back door and you kind of just see the land rolling out behind you. Uh, you're flying past. Hmm. Well, I'm puzzled. And normally I'm pretty good at these kinds of puzzles. Uh, we'll say at this point, Anders made it to you guys. Because he was just one car ahead of you guys. As soon as I got those messages, I got out of that uh, sleeper car and started ma- making my way this way, keeping an eye out for any more funny business that might be headed that way. Hey, Andrew, well, maybe it was a false alarm because we, we saw these guys go in, you know, into the storage cart, but I don't know where they might have gone. I mean, I don't know. Is there anywhere else to, to hide in this train? How was it up top? Do you think they might have gotten up to the top? It's possible. All right, I'm gonna po- I'm gonna poke my head out and, and look and see if I can. Is there a way to jump up on top of this train from the back? So you poke your head out, uh, and there are handrails to climb up to get up to the top of the car. Oh boy, are you guys feeling uh, dexterous? No, but <laughs> I'm gonna take a quick look around this storage uh, cart here just to make oh, sure. Yeah. yeah overlooked anything sounds good there's some pretty sweet shoes i found those nah uh 15 i rolled the f- yeah 15 yeah you're able to find the valuable objects um <laughs> but th- there's nothing too out of the ordinary it looks pretty much just like traveler stuff all right about how much gold do i find 121 pieces Jeez. okay i'll take 15 <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take like one from nice. each of the like nicer looking uh there you go suitcases. Yeah. Eat the rich. <laughs> Fuck them. Are you redistributing this hundred <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm do I saying. notice him doing that? Um, because I am taking what's left over. God damn it, Rot. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that you would know Rot would probably do this, 
Give me a stealth check. Uh, we'll just go okay. against Rod's passive perception. All right. <laughs> Do you want stealth or sleight of hand? Sleight of hand. Okay. That one's not disadvantage. Uh, 12. Oof. You barely beat it. Whew. Okay. Um, cool. So I, uh, yeah, get the gold, but I'm going to go ahead and climb up on the uh, spot between the cart where Rot and Will were and this back car. Uh, smart. Instead of climbing up the very back one, <laughs> where if you fall, <laughs> you're t- <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just fall off. So as you climb up, up this one, you see ahead of you four figures walking along the top of the train, uh, advancing their way uh, towards the front of your train. Okay. Um, I, I'll uh, kind of poke my head back down and be like, hey, guys, there are uh, four people making their way up the train on top of it. Uh, do we want to, like, fight them up on top? or? Wait a minute. We... So you're, you're saying there are four people that are that are running across the top of the train and they're not us? That will That will not stand. <laughs> All right. Um, could you like, send a message to Daphne? Maybe she can cut them off like further up as well. Um, yeah. hey, but hey, Rod, Rod, do you want to send the message? Do you want? Do you want me to send it? Do you want to send it? Go for it. Send the message. All right. Hey Daphne, there's some people on top of the train. You need to intercept them. Whoosh. All right. And I'll uh, I'll go up um, and try to like follow behind them. And I'll uh, first I'll see if they notice me. I guess when I climb up. Are they, does it look like they're using anything to stay on top of the train? No, but it looks like they've done this before. Okay. They're, they seem to be kind of professionals. All right. Well, you know, when you don't have experience, you gotta give it heart. So I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll go up there. As the spirit. Hey, should we just ask them what they're doing? Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll take care of that. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll make I'll make first contact. <laughs> Um, Diplomacy. So, uh, as I go up there... Real quick, uh, Daphne, you were in the second cart from the front. Um, How far... Well, you said you were heading back. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll say that you probably made it through at least three cars. Maybe you kind of stopped in the dining car and grabbed a snack because you were heading back because they had these wonderful, like, clean pops that just looked excellent. Um, So you're about... You're about the middle of the train. Um, you're six cars deep. When, when you get this message, uh, what are you going to do? I'm going to sigh very loudly. <laughs> <laughs> and then? Uh, go to the like sections between the cars. Kind of shimmy up and look on the top of the train. All right. Are you going in between the standard car and dining car? So between uh, cars four and five from the front? Or standard car and sleeping car. Uh, okay, so you pop up and and basically they are right there. They are coming. They are like on the car that you are now popping up, looking back at them. Cool. What do they? They see you, and one of them kind of draws a weapon and just yells, "Go back down!" Sick. Okay. <laughs> uh. All right. Am I up on the train as well? Yeah, you got up. um, You're four cars behind them. Each car, just for you guys' reference, is about uh, 12 feet. And then two spaces in between. Just enough for jumping. Yeah. So we'll we'll say, you know, as you're kind of going car to car, you... Like a, a turn, you can go two cars basically. Uh, when that when they see Daphne, I'm gonna send a message to one of them. 
and I'm just gonna go boom, <laughs> try to scare them while they're bouncing and throw them off balance on the train top. Okay, uh, give but me only two. one of them's gonna hear it, so the other ones won't know whether he's being startled by. Which one in the order are you doing this to? They're walking single file. Uh, the middle one. Okay, there's four of them. Okay, the <laughs> the second from the front. You have an intimidation check. That is an unnatural 20. Intimidated. Yeah. He is scared, but he, he quickly regains his balance. Damn it. Um, I really thought it would slip off. So, so, so I'm on like the rungs, right? Yeah. So, I'm, so I've got one hand on the rung, and then he told me to like go back down, and he's like brandishing a weapon. Yeah. What kind of weapon? Uh, it's just a short sword. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna like raise my robot hand, uh, and then from my robot hand, I cast uh, Thunder Wave. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> so that's going to be a Constitution saving throw for each. That's fourteen. Oof! First guy fails. Uh, the orc second and fails. The tiefling third fails, and the human fourth fails. All four fail. Sick. Uh, so, roll these dice. Uh, they're each taking 13 damage and are being knocked back 10. All right. I would like everyone to roll initiative now. <laughs> Wait, no, we can still maybe use diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed that that was not happening. I rolled a seven. Alright, I was just checking to see if any of them fell off because of that, uh, getting knocked back. And none of them fell off? No, they all have advantage on deck saving throws, which was making falling off this thing. Fuck you. Yeah, no, I, I picked characters intentionally for this purpose. I know, you, you have had so many characters that I've thrown off of things that he's stopped. Oh yeah, I learned. Ander, what's your initiative? Uh, eight. Daphne? Thirteen. And Will. 22. Sick. You get to go first. Oh, man. Don't say that. So we're all on top of a train now, right? No. You and Daphne are, or you and Will are still not on top. I like that. That's what I'm saying. Who am I, who am I closest? So I got Rot right above me, right? Because he just climbed on top to poke his head out or no? That was me. Oh, that was Ander? Cool. I'm going to, I'm going to reach up and give, uh, I'm going to cast heroism on my buddy Ander. And that what that does, it gives you uh, plus four uh, temporary hit points. And then you also, da, 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 oh, I guess it just gives you temporary hit. And you can't be frightened. Awesome. Go tank. I'll, I'll just stay there for now. And then, oh, I'm going to give him bardic inspiration too. Ander, we're on top of the train. Or you're on top of the train. It's time to bring the pain. Get him. Get him. Nice. So as the um, group of figures walking along the train and are kind of pushed back, one of them pushes forward, or the female orc, silver white hair, are flowing back. And she just continues just running past and makes a, a leap over Daphne while also firing a firebolt down at Daphne. Damn. Uh, does not she does not hit you though? You know, kind of. She's more focused on going forward, and uh, yeah. Second one, the tiefling also kind of pushes forward right here past as the the human in front, uh, and he also tries to shoot 
shoot a firebolt down at you. 14? Uh, I don't know. Gosh. All right. The third person, the human, tries to cast firebolt. God fucking 13 again. All right. So the three of them have all now run uh, past you and made it on to the dining cart. Do they take any opportunity attack? They can take an opportunity attack like running past you, um, although you do have one hand kind of holding on to this ladder. Would be an attack of opportunity. Okay. You could do that with like a melee weapon, couldn't you? Yeah, I quick... But I don't have a melee weapon out. Yeah. I quick googled and it is just, um, just melee attacks. Yeah, so. All right. Uh, it is now Daphne's turn. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna kind of because I'm still like hanging on to the the, the edge there, kind of still between the two cars. Um, I'm gonna like kind of reach back with my hand and cast Ray of Frost at whoever was the last one to jump above me. The human who was the first one that you hit with the, the lightning. Uh, and I got an eight, so no. All right. Uh, the fourth with uh. I'm just going to start calling them what they are. The fourth of these assassins and runs across. Uh, and That's what I assumed, because usually uh, you don't just have random fucking people on top of a train. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm not going to try and talk to these people. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like, are they assassins or are they just robbing a car? Yeah. Either way. Well, if they're robbing it, I would offer to help. <laughs> That's your decision. Uh, the fourth with assassin also misses, and uh, I am a small target. On on the jump, kind of just biffs the jump, uh, and and just lands flat, like grabs it, but isn't able to like continue moving and getting distance. Sick. So they're on the train car behind you, Daphne. Correct. They're heading up to they're, the front. Uh, yeah. I mean, ahead of me, behind physically. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, and we're back here. Yeah, you're here, they're here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ander, you're up. All right. I will use uh, my full turn running up toward them, I think. Just getting as close as I can. Dashing, you're, you're closing the distance. Uh, you actually make it up to where Daphne is hanging. All right. And at the end of all of my movement, I will uh, put my duplicate in front of them if I can. Yeah. So you can Catch them off with the dupes kit. Rot. Uh, I climb up the back of the end, so I'm kind of like halfway up now, and I want to fire my agonizing blast at the one in the back, so closest to me. Okay. You will be going through Ander. I'm short. Yeah, he's short. All right. But you're, but you're like, All right, then I get up all the way. Yeah. Okay. So I'm shooting over Ander. Rolling, rolling, rolling. So, first one of the two blasts does a nine hit. No. I didn't think so. Does a 19 hit. Yes. Cool. That's going to do five damage. All right. Worthless. Will, you're back up. So, I have not gotten up on top of the train yet. Uh, so, I guess I will do that first. Um, and then it's going to get real crowded up in here, isn't it? Because Rot's, Rot's there, too. With a flat roof style, you guys can run past each other. That makes more sense. Okay, cool. See, man, because it's it's a two it's a two edged sword. Because I wanted to put cloud of daggers in front of them so that they couldn't run around it, but now they probably can't just run around it. How wide is this? Um, great question. It is fifteen feet wide, but it's only twelve feet long. Sorry, I don't know what I was thinking about. Twelve feet long. 
for these cars. It's 12 squares long, so 12 times. It's 60, each car is 60 feet long. That makes a lot of That's sense. That's good, good catch. It's like a little chunk train. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, in that case, I'm going to step to the other side because uh, if it's 15 feet wide, then we can probably go three three abreast comfortably. And I'm going to shooty shoot my crossbow at the same one that uh, Rot macked up. Come on, does a 15 hit? 15 hits. Beautiful. And I shooty shoot and it does five damage. Excellent. Seeing that their friend is taking fire, um, the lead orc kind of stops and motions that the people go past her, her and she casts chromatic orb uh, at you will damn it i'm never exposing myself ever again and this red ball burst from her hand coming towards you and when it hits it explodes with uh, a wave of fire oh shit uh take 21 damage Oh my god. The second assassin and sees his leader kind of make this abrupt turn, and he also stops uh, and fires another firebolt at you. Can I use my reaction to use the shield of fire thing to... Shield of fire attraction to divert that attack? Yes, you can. All right. Uh... It succeeds. I did the Arcana check, um, and I will take half damage from it. Good. Uh, it was 17 damage, so go ahead and take eight. Okay. Thank you. Ow. The uh, third, third uh, assassin fires a fireball and then continues to run, but he's firing his fireball at Rot, and he misses. Dope. So, Daphne, we're back to you. Sick, we're doing another Ray of Frost at whoever's closest to me. What is your range on Ray of Frost? Is that? 60 feet. Okay, so they're all still in range of that. Uh, so that is an unnatural 20. Boom, you have hit, hit the uh, the human. That is 13 damage. Damn. Uh, the human kind of stumbles. He's, he's taking a few hits. He is not uh, doing the best. The second human, who was the third, or the only one that hasn't taken their turn this round, and, um also kind of turns and he blasts a chromatic orb at you who uh daphne uh as a response <laughs> uh i'm gonna cast shield okay 23 that still beat you with shield. Hit. yeah sad go ahead and take 14 uh fire damage they don't call them assassins for nothing are they uh pretty closely grouped at the moment they are. Um, they, they've continued to advance, and the two that have taken the most hits are now uh, the furthest ahead of you guys. Um, they have actually crossed over from the dining car, and they are now on the galley car, two from the front. Uh, and the two, the orc and the tiefling, who have not taken as much damage, um, who, who were only hit by Daphne's initial burst, they're kind of human shielding, staying in the back. So it's like two, gap, two? Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Uh, with the kind of longer cars, where is my Echo and me in relation to uh, them? So you are behind them mm -hmm. on the standard car. Your Echo is on the galley car, uh, and they've you've got the four of them kind of pinned between you two. How far away are they from my Echo? If I were to switch places with it, 
10, 15 feet. Okay. Uh, I will switch places with it and move up to the two of them that are like right there. And I will go ahead and attack whichever one looks like uh, more fragile. Yeah, one of them, uh, the bigger human looks a little bit more beat up. Okay, perfect. Dang. Uh, does a 13 hit? Does not. All right, I'll go ahead and... God, that does definitely doesn't. I guess I will... Uh, uh, I'm going to use my action surge as well to attack two more times. God damn it. And holy... Sh- none of them hit. <laughs> so you just attacked four times and all four missed. Yep, four times, all four missed. I got a 13, two eights, and a 10. Yeah. Uh, did you use uh, Bardic Inspiration? Oh, shit. You can add that to one of your things, a D8. All right. Uh, let's see if it would matter. I was hoping to use it as a, like, on oh, damage. damage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that definitely would have worked. Great. <laughs> so if I added that to a, one of the eight, I would have been at 15. Which hits. Are you, are you letting him use that? Uh, yeah. Do you, do you want to do that? Are you going to allow me to do that, Nathan? Because I feel like kind of iffy doing that. All right, we'll we'll say no because I want these characters to live for a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> At least long enough to jump onto the other train, guys. Yeah, uh, Rot, your turn. So we got two. Then how big a gap? Then two. Um, it does. There's a gap between in the cars, but so like maybe thirty feet in between the two. It'd be 20 feet. All right. Uh, the beat shit one. I'm going to Eldritch Blast. Okay. Does a natural 20 hit? Yes. <laughs> what an asshole question. <laughs> so, so, so that was the first one. So that's double, right? So the damage on that is... Ooh. Oh, 24. 18 plus 3, 18, 19, 20, 21. All right. 24. And let's see if the second one hits. Still enough to kill... The larger human. <laughs> Great. Then the other blast is going at the one next to him. Okay. The next weakest looking one. Yep. Does a 10 hit? Does not. That's my turn. I'm going to stay back here. All right. Rod's good back here. Uh, at this point, rounding the bend uh, is a train coming from the opposite direction. And Will, it's your turn. All right. Uh, what kind of shoes are these people wearing? Tactical military gear. Dope. Do they have laces? And are they within 60 feet of me? <gasps> um, you've not advanced from the farthest back car, have you? No. They're not if within move, 60 feet of you. If, if I move forward 30 feet, will I be within 60 feet of them? No. God damn it. Just let me have this. Just let him have it. He hasn't done anything. Just let him have it. So, I mean, if each car is, each car is 12 spaces long, so we're talking 30 feet of car. You're on the cargo car in the far back. They're on the dining galley car. So you've got three cars or 90 feet between you guys. Jesus Christ. I'm so glad I'll do And actually, 120 feet. you're on the like back of the cargo ship, so you've got like 120 feet between you. Oh, I thought I walked up. I thought I went behind uh, Ander and Rot on the like middle, the in-betweens. Did you advance up? I thought I was in the one. Yeah, I don't think I went up all the way to the back because that was the like risky move. So I went. I just went up right behind Ander and Rot. So yeah, he came. Right he came up and gave me her- heroism too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Although that was when you were back in the steerage car. So, but 
only 90 feet between you guys. Even, oh, but after I move 30 feet, then it's... No, 90 feet right now. So you could go the 30 feet. Hell yeah. I'm moving 30 feet. I'm casting Unseen Servant. I'm telling that Unseen Servant, tie all their damn shoelaces together. Give me a, a dexterity check uh, for your Unseen Yeah, that one lady is just standing there, like, shooting the shit out of me with spells, right? So she is... Yeah. Yeah, uh, two of them have stopped progressing forward to try to shield their third friend. Um, I'm. This is more now to see uh, how many of the shoelaces he can get tied. Fourteen. Okay, he's able to get two of the two of the three. Yeah, especially the lady that blasted. She's the first one that I picked yeah. to tie her shoelaces, and they're real tight. They're not going to be able to leap onto this other train. I, I tell you what. <laughs> And then Bardic Inspiration again to my man. Uh, actually, my, my ladies, uh, Daphne this time. And I'm going to sing, uh, Daphne, we're on a train, and I'm the one in pain. <laughs> please, shoot, please shoot them up before I fuck it up. Amen. All right, that's my turn. <laughs> so uh, the orc, orc assassin brandishes her short sword and cuts through her laces quickly. Just a quick sweep. <laughs> As well, action, right? as well as taking her a second short sword and cutting through the tiefling's laces that's standing next to her. Sounds like two actions, Nate. Yeah, she's got multi-attack with short swords. How'd she even know? Unseen servant is unseen. You're dealing with trained assassins here. It does make her lose her attack, you know. That's good, I guess. You got that. I want him to fall and die. And she makes a leap to the other train, the... Tiefling assassin looks looks back at, at you and casts another fireball holt uh, at your will. Bye, everybody. Uh, can I use the reaction again, or is that like a... Make the Arcana check. I do not. Lame. Uh, will 15 hits? A fifth does hit. Okay. Go ahead and take 10 damage. Whack. And then the tiefling assassin tries to jump to the other train and makes it. We are going to do the same thing that we've been uh, Whoever's close. Does it 12 hit? Does not. Sad. Um, and then uh, going to do some more fun. Say I love how quickly you threw together. Ready to go. You mean the four hours I spent planning this before the session? So quickly, just out of nowhere. Just... He incepted that idea into Ander's brain. <laughs> into Devin. Devin's like, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure there's a train, right? And Nathan was like, yeah, yes, there was a train. <laughs> How did he know? I wasn't really. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Devin, Devin is the secret second DM. <laughs> train combat. Uh, yeah, I, I fucked it up again. Okay, so you're just doing the Ray of Frost and you're done. <sighs> Well, I, I switched my uh, my tiny salamander boy to force ballista, and he still missed. So yeah, time Okay. All right. Well, then the final uh, assassin is going to try to leap uh, leap across. Actually, the final assassin is confronted right now with uh, Ander, so he will draw his two short swords, and he's he's gonna take his multi attack. I mean, if he noticed, I did use my reaction to try to divert that uh, attack from Will. So he could get away, but... He's going to attack you first. Okay. Uh, the first one is a nat 20. The second one definitely misses. The first one hits, yeah. Go ahead and take eight slashing damage. Oh, they don't use poison on their swords. Good. They do use poison on their swords. Oh, shit. Go ahead and take another five poison damage. <laughs> Uh, and now this assassin makes the jump across uh, to the other train. Kind of doesn't make it as cleanly, but 
but uh, is able to stumble and not fall to his death. Good for him. Is my duplicate within 30 feet of any of them? Yes. They're, they jumped across to the train, um, and it's it's now moving away from you. Mm-hmm. But assuming that all these turns happen in the same time. Right. Okay. I'll move my duplicate over uh, to whichever is closest to it. I don't know. At this point, it would be is. the orc and the tiefling. Okay. I'll uh, move it over to the tiefling, and I will take my two attacks from its position. Oh, that's a 25 to hit. Misses. They have this thing called upper AC where you can't go over. Oh, bullshit. Awesome. Upper AC. And the other one was a 21 to hit. Both hit. <laughs> All right. So that is that 10 damage total because I rolled terribly on my damage rolls. Uh, and then I will also use my unleash incarnation uh, to attack again from my echo's position. Uh, does a 14 hit? Does not. All right. Uh, th- then as my last, uh, as my bonus action, I will switch places with the Echo and be right next to him. So just um, cinematically speaking, they have now leapt across and they are at the front of the train as these two trains are beginning to pass each other. So they are are moving closer and closer to you, Rot and Will, as you guys take your turns. Uh-huh. So Rot, you are now on. Uh, so front of the, the car they're on, back of the car we're on. I cast Misty Step and go straight into the cabin of the front car, basically where the conductor. Okay. So cast that. It's like a teleporting base. And I'm in there and I look, do I see the conductor in there? Yeah, you good. There are trained assassins on the roof. They're after Princess of E. We're trying to stop them. I know this is very startling, but we need to do something. Oh, oh, is there any what? security on this? Is Listen to me, man. What? Listen to me. What? Is there any security on the train? Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, Avi's got, she's got some guards. Get on the loudspeaker, get the guards on the roof now. What do we, we can't just, do you want her to be safe? Get her on the roof. But we've got or the get... pizza pie in the oven. <laughs> There's a blood. Who are you? What, what are you doing here? I, is, is this the loudspeaker? I'm like looking. Yeah. Attention, attention. Uh, bodyguards of the princess. There are trained assassins on the roof of this train, and we need you up there now. Keep a couple with the princess, but get some troops up there. Yeah, I was going to say, shouldn't, shouldn't some stay with the princess? Get going. There's some assassins up there. And let me tell you, they put the ass in assassin. No? All right. The orc definitely does. <laughs> and I click it off. I guess movement-wise, I move out from like the conductor cam to what I was assume is first. Yeah. All right, that's about as far as I can. Okay. I'm assuming the vegan guards are there. I'm just looking to see if anyone's actually in touch. So you enter the hallway um, there. The first class, there's a couple of first class cabins. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, you, you can run around yeah. into, and um, there are no actual guards in her cabins. Worthless. Well, you know, they're in the next car back. Not protecting her from the ones from the roof. Okay, but is she in here? Yeah, she's, she's in her cabin. Okay, I'd like to walk up to her. Okay. And be like... I'm the one who made the announcement. I'm not gonna hurt you. I know how I look. I'm, I'm, I'll sit on the bench over here, but I'm gonna hang out in here in case they get down here. Gonna try to protect you best I can. Give me a persuasion roll. 19. Oh, okay. Who are you? Where did, where did you come from? Actually, it's 22. Yeah, nice. 
Um, she's she's buying it and she's, you know, not going to stab you. Thank God. Yeah, she has a stabby stab. Will. All right. Uh, is the other train close enough for me to try to jump onto it yet? Or is it still moving towards me? So right now, if you were to, to make the jump, we'll, we'll say that's moved. Move close enough because these tra- these are moving faster than when we're talking. Yeah, you could jump onto those front couple of cars where everyone and or uh, the other guys are. Cool. So you can jump right into the fray. Or you can wait, you wait a half second uh, and let them get a little bit of distance if you don't want to jump right into the fray. Yeah. Oh, would I have to wait like a whole... No, we'll just... Oh, like part of my turn. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll time it. I'll time it. Um, so yeah, I don't want to be right up uh, on them, um, like within melee uh, attack range, but like within within thirty feet, within my movement speed. Uh, so I'll wait to time it that that away, and then I'm gonna jump on over. Can I do a can I do a sick flip so it's an acrobatics check? Yeah, give me that acrobatics check. <laughs> Come on, baby, you motherfucker! It's a ten. I would like to ready the feather fall action. <laughs> uh, I'll allow you to use feather fall. Well, because you don't quite make the jump. Okay. Um, but with Featherfall, I'll allow you to make a, a quick strength grab to try to like grab onto the side of. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Well, my strength is great. Uh, obviously, uh, that's a six. Okay. You don't have a have a good grab. Cool. I'm I'm on the ground uh, and I stick my thumb out and hope to hitchhike back to this train. With Featherfall, <laughs> you're, you're falling a little bit slower. We'll give everyone of your party a turn. Try to see if anyone nice. save you. Help me, <laughs> you guys. I think it slows down the time. No, I'm intentionally talking that way. <laughs> yeah, wasting time. Good. Uh, I'm inside. I didn't hear that. Ander, the orc and the tiefling are now right with you and they're both gonna attack you with their dual short swords great 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 great, great. 10 doesn't hit 18 hits i take it uh yeah 18 just hits so the orc swings at you with the first sword and you parry it away second one kind of stabs into you tiefling same sort of deal well you know you're able to block the first but the second one gets at you out and go ahead and take 11 slashing damage and 15 poison Holy damage. Holy fuck. Yikes. The orc did that? Uh, the orc and the tiefling combined. Okay. I, just, I rolled them together, and I I want to say that... Do you have uh, resistance to poison? You're a half stout yeah. halfling, aren't you? No. No, I do not. Well, that's why I've been breaking these out, which is because I thought you had resistance. What kind of halfling are you? I'm a lightfoot halfling. Oh. Okay. All right. Definitely. You're up, and you're the only one... Well... You're the only one still on your train. I am. Um, we're gonna... How far away is William? William's pretty close as to where you are and falling. <laughs> um, I guess I will try to jump onto him. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. So you see that he's... You, you see it in the run. This is not going to end well. So you pull yourself up onto the cart and start running towards him. Yeah. Well, yeah. So essentially, I'm going to run over, leap off, trying to like grab onto him. Yeah. And then teleport him on the train. That's what I figured. I'm just cinematically speaking, like you see Will's jumps not going. So you're moving yeah. as he's moving and you're trying to jump after him. So when he casts Feather Fall and slows his falling, you grab onto him. That's pretty tight. What are you looking for? Um, I'm just gonna let that happen movement wise. 
So now I'm just looking for the uh, the teleportation the roll. Teleprot roll. Teleprot rolls are fun. You never know what'll happen. We're gonna die. Uh, what are you considering this? You can very similar, similar, very familiar scene casually viewed one description. Um, as you can see it, and you're not trying to move that far. Uh, I'll give it scene casually because you, you know, you didn't study this. You've never done this role before, but you can see where you're trying to like. Oh, we're gonna get like a 50-50 shot. Yeah, so we got a 28. That's good, right? No, that is bad. That is a mishap, my friend. Oh, no. Guess we're walking back to Sharn. If you survive. Oh, whoops. <laughs> we were teleported directly in front of the train. <laughs> yeah, so we each take three D10 force damage. I am dead. <laughs> <laughs> and Nate gets to figure out where we go. Okay. Hey, remember that whole flatline thing that uh, Gerard mentioned for regaining your memory? That'd be cool. Um, I rolled very mercifully, so go ahead and oh take God. seven damage. Oh, that's yeah. exactly... If it meets, it beats. I'm unconscious. <laughs> and um, for mishaps, you're supposed to end up somewhere within a, a radius of how far you were teleporting. It says the spell's unpredictable magic results in a difficult journey. Each teleporting creature takes 3d10 force damage, and the GM re-rolls on the table to see where you wind up. Multiple mishaps can occur. Alright, I'll re-roll. Okay, you guys got an 80 that time, so... Okay, that's on target. So, what we'll say happens is you're able to grab onto Will, uh, and you teleport... But you aren't the teleportation with the moving mechanics of the train. You instead of teleporting on top of the car, teleport into the car and like slam into furniture and like the moving speed of the car, the like back wall smashes you guys, knocking Will unconscious. Hell yeah, fun time. <gasps> that was me losing my breath. Hey, cool. I am the one person up on here with the guys. Look, motherfucker, <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I can only no, it's all good. I can only roll so hard. <laughs> it's all good, man. With my last with my last conscious breath, I just say, thanks. <laughs> I think that teleporting is my main action. As a bonus action, I can't help him, right? It's not a bonus you, action. You, you teleport into the train car so he's with me. Um they're actually they're further back. They're not into your same same train car because Will did not want to uh jump into the fray. So We'll say that you guys are back um, in the dining car. It's like two cars back. I wouldn't know he's back there. No. Uh, and yes, that is your main action. Yeah, so I can't do anything else for him. He's just going to be on the floor for a little bit. Ander, as you're the only one on top of the car, you see the changeling or the um, human. Ooh, there's a changeling. He's a changeling. <laughs> That's good to know. You see the other assassin. Uh, <laughs> a changeling, you say. I mean, technically, that's, that's metagame, so. The human presenting yeah, I, assassin. <laughs> the human presenting assassin. Um, I love that. Drop down in between the car hers, uh, and kind of disappear from eyesight. And he was the one that was like uh, more damaged than the other two? Correct. Okay. All right. Um, so how far away is that, like, drop from me? 15 feet. But you do have both the orc and the tiefling in assassins yeah. on you. I'm wondering if it's within range of my, uh, echo's movement. Yes, your echo can get there. Okay. Uh, my echo will move over there. Now, um, 
Can you see what your echo sees? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, there's a class feature later where I can't, um, but I don't have that yet. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, yeah, I'm going to switch places with it just immediately, I guess. So you're now between in the two cars. And uh, when you look back or towards the rear of the, the train, all what you see is a dense black smoke in that car. Mm. Okay. Uh, before going down there, I'm going to use my duplicate to attack the uh, assassin that I attacked last round. All right. That's a natural one. <laughs> That's a natural 20. <laughs> nice. Uh, and, okay. oh man. So I got one natural 20. Are you attacking uh, the tiefling or the orc? Which one did I attack last turn? I believe it was the tiefling. Okay. Then I will attack the tiefling again. Okay. And they will take another 12 damage. All right. Tiefling is looking real rough. And then I will drop down into the black smoke. Okay. As you enter the black smoke, uh, give me a constitution saving throw. Great. Great. Uh, 21. Okay. You quickly cover your mouth with your shirt uh, and you realize that this smoke is, is kind of a, a form of knockout gas. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go out the first class door and start climbing up to the top, I think. Where are you exiting? Going back or towards the helm? Probably going back. Okay. So as you head back, um, you open that door and you see the car behind you where all of the guards were are supposed to be is filled with this dense black smoke that you can't see through. Damn. Nope, not that way. <laughs> uh, I'm going to turn around and go through the other door. So, uh, there's, you know, there's an opening between these two where you can stand on a platform and you don't have to Oh, enter. I see that, the door yeah. in front of me. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to close the one with a V in it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to open that one to start airing out the smoke and climb up. Okay. So I'm going to do that. Okay. Then up there is the other tiefling and the... And the orc. Right. Um, and the tiefling's looking rough. Yes. All right. I'm going to double Eldritch Blast that boy. Unnatural 20. Hits. And the other roll. Do you want me to do the damage first or the... Uh, do the damage first. Okay. Just in case you kill it. <laughs> Four. Not dead. Yeah. So I'm going to send my second blast at him. Uh, 14. Does not hit. Motherfucker. I think this is kind of good stopping point. Because yeah. uh, we just finished the order and I can kind of write where everyone is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm on top of the train, you know, where everyone's location is. Yep. Put this in the notes, but I'm I'm perfectly healthy and uh, feeling great and about to do all these really cool spells with all the spell slots that I have left. Uh, and it's going to be yeah, great. I'm going to come in with a band. Will our heroes save Princess of E? Find out next time on Low Initiative. That was a good cutout. <laughs> Hey, it's us again. Adam and Nate. We wanted to thank you for listening to this episode of Low Initiative. If you could do us a favor and leave a rating and a comment on your favorite podcasting platform. It would be greatly appreciated. Also, follow us on Facebook. Or send us an email at lowinitiativednd at gmail.com. Just send us character ideas or thoughts and comments, whatever you'd like. And we'll see you next episode.